across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find a plug socket that works in this studio so I can plug in my computer. Otherwise, the whole show is uh, is going to go to cock. Evening, it's Ian Lee. Coming up, John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful. I've got my from the pulse, dear listener. Uh, best helmets, auras, speed dating, and to be honest, anything you want to talk about. You know the format, or maybe you don't. 0844-499-1000. Give us a call. We'll call you back. Here's the news. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Who has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go, here we go. Bring, bring the microphone closer to your mouth. Give it a little twist. There we go, beautiful. Evening, guys. Thank you very much. And girls, girls, it turns out they're allowed to listen to the radio now. Who'd have thunk such a thing? Really, if you think back to how far women have come in the last, I don't know, 100 years or so, it really is an amazing achievement, girls. You should be very proud of yourselves. No, step, no, I don't... It's one of those things, I'm trying to be sincere, but it's sounding patronising, and I don't mean it to. There's beef in the papers, isn't there, about women not earning as much at tennis and stuff like that. I'm not going to talk about that. There will be... I, I can... I'm, I'm going to guarantee it, guys. 08444991000, by the way. Uh, I'm going to guarantee it. There, there will never, ever be any talk about uh, sport on this radio show. Pre I'm pretty definite that there's never going to be um, any, any sporting talk. Primarily... Because um, sport's really boring, and I, I can say this in here because I've just spent the last hour and a half in the talk sport offices. Jeez, I need. Can, can someone get me a wet wipe? I need to wipe myself down. It's just packed full of men swearing. <laughs> There's so much swearing out there. Oh wait, f double four, four double nine, one thousand. Um, so, yesterday was the first show. Great start. Thanks very much. It's appreciated. We can do better. We will do better tonight. John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful uh, is coming on. Um, people, uh, there'll be young people listening. There won't. There'll be young people listening going, well, who the hell is, is uh, John Sebastian? Is my computer rocking and rolling, Barbara Ann? Well, th this is... This is John Sebastian, dear listener. This guy's coming on. Darling companion. Oh, yeah. Come on and give me understanding and let me be your champion. The hand to hold your pretty hand in. Darling companion. companion. Uh, guys, I am nothing if not um, up to date. And here's another one. Listen, I'm, I'm, here we go. Country my finger is on the pulse of what's happening in the world today. And what's happening in the world today is Mr. John Sebastian. Now, due to my instructions, my very strict, accurate um, instructions being ignored, John Sebastian will not be coming on at 12.30, as was meant to happen. He'll be coming on at 11.30 which was not meant to happen. Now, the reason, because, you know, he's in America, and they have different um, different time zones 
over there. It's a different time to, to what we have over here. Yeah. And to, coupled with that, they've just moved their clocks around a little bit. I think the clocks went back. So the time is different. different. So I said to Catherine, who is the producer of the show, make sure... OK. Uh, make sure... We haven't got any calls yet, though. Is that what you're saying? OK, fine. I told you, first night, they'll, they'll be... First cab off the rank, they'll be gagging for it. By night two, the novelty will have worn off and they'll gone back to listening to talk about Brexit and immigrants on the other stations. We're not allowed to mention anymore. I've given the number about four times. Don't talk in my ear, please. Thanks very much indeed. Um, so, uh, uh, th 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 he was supposed to be coming on, but the time difference was not accounted for, so he's coming on at 11.30, is what's happening. 08444991000. You can come in if you want. You can come in if you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, so... Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about this evening, and the way the show works, guys, is I kind of throw these these things out and these bits and pieces out. Um, ever so, there, that's a nice one there. And uh, you can call in about this stuff and talk about this stuff, or not. It don't really matter. You know, you call in and talk about think, what you want. Yeah, but some of these topics are uh, hot. Well, like your best helmet. You've come up with best helmet. Yeah. Tell me why that's pro why helmets are on your mind. Saw a film recently with lots of helmets in it, and I thought, well, that is a lovely one. Absolutely. Right. Why don't they do them like they used to? I mean, oh, now they mean... just do kind of um, utilitarian helmets. They don't seem to take the great pleasure in helmets that they used to. Say in the Roman times. Now the Romans loved a helmet. You don't get, but the, well, uh, but hang on a second. Let's, and this is a, this is actually a very very serious issue. You don't get. Um, who makes helmets these days? Um, Kevlar, right? I'm but, making that. But you don't, it's made only, out of Kevlar, I think. Ed, are you able to take that phone call? Can you? T do you have the technology to and give him a call back? Thank you. Um, but no one wears, apart from the UN. Yeah. No one wears helmets yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not thinking. Go on. Security call. Helmet. No, I don't think they do wear a oh, helmet. Oh, they do. No, they don't. Oh, they. D they I, do. I don't think they. I, I don't think they do wear a helmet. Mm -hmm. Helmet. Oh eight double four four double nine one thousand. If a helmet has played an important part in your life, then um, give us a call now. Helmet with visor. Well, yeah. oh yeah, they do. They do. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing I don't like. Have a go, heroes. <laughs> why not? What? No, why? Well, because sometimes, sometimes the red rage rises, and you can use it for good rather than evil. No, 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 no. You, you always get on crime watch or oh, securical man or the G four S man. He put up a fight. Well, what are you doing that for? Give them the money. It's insured. You're on minimum wage. Don't risk your life. Don't risk your life, Terry. It's not worth it for the 10 grand that's going to Tesco. Why would, why would you do that? Give him the money. If you're a securical man and someone cut, give us the money. Give him the money. I think they do that's, that's tend what, to be trained to do that. But they don't do it. But in they the can't say that, can they? They don't do it in the Crime Watch reconstructions. They put up a fight. Mm. And then you get some... And also, the, the thing with that money is... It's, it's, it's in a spray bag. It's in a spray bag. You, you try and force that open, the money's ruined, your clothes are ruined, the inside of the car is ruined. Mm. You're, you're screwed, basically. Your villain's hideout's ruined. So what's, what's the point? Give them the money. Give them the money. Now, if I got mugged and I was feeling a bit arsy... I'd give it some. If I was having one of those days, I'd give it some. But otherwise, I'd just, oh, yeah, take it. I know myself, yeah. and although I can see that it would be sensible just to comply, yeah. I'd get a cob on. It, it depends. I remember, I remember the only time I've ever come close to a mugging. Evening, Noah. 
Evening. The only time I've ever come close to a mugging was when I was in Bounds Green in North London and a young lad on a bicycle tried to grab my chips off me. What? Tried to grab my chips. I was I was 20... That's a contradiction, four. isn't it? Sorry? Active lifestyle bike. Yeah. Unhealthy chips. Well, but it's the perfect crime. Because you, you eat the chips and then you ride off and you, you lose all of the, the fat and the weight gained. And I was, I was 24, 25, so I was a young man. Mm. And he, I was 23. Thin then 24, as well. 24, 24. Sprightly. Um, I wasn't as sprightly as I would later become before those days. It was early days. And he grabbed the chips and he went, give us the chips. <laughs> I, went, I went, what? He went, he went, give it. He said, get this, Noah. I tell you what, Noah. You be hello. hello. You be a young hoodlum. Yeah. Yeah. And you demand my chips, and I'll re we'll reenact it. Okay. What go am I doing at this point, just standing by? You're you're my girlfriend at home, thinking. Where's he gone with my chips? Where's he gone with the chips? Right, go. Give me your chips. Oh. That was a little bit. Oh blimey. He gave it his all, didn't he? That really that really caught me off guard. Yeah. You'd give him the chips, wouldn't you? I would have. Uh, the chips have gone now. He's he's gone. <laughs> you're right. I'm fine. Okay. Do it. He was a young lad. He was about 16. Yeah, but menacing. But but he didn't sound like Phyllis. All right, okay. So do it. Give us give us it again, Noah, but you're 16. Give me your chips. Hmm? What? Give me your chips. Get out of it. Go on, <laughs> bog off. I think I actually did say bog off. Okay, but you wouldn't have said it to the second, the first guy. You would have given him your chips. And the first guy would have got the chips. Yeah, definitely. And and that's why I don't like have a go heroes. Okay, thanks for that illustration. No, well, oh look, Yas is on the line in a minute. That's a blast from the past. What have you called in for, now? About favourite helmets. Excellent. Yep, go on. My favourite helmet is the one Judge Dredd uses. Oh, that is a sweet helmet. Oh, it's a it's a it's an iconic helmet. It's it's also very practical because not only does it keep your brain safe from hoodlums kicking it in, mm. but the, uh, that little emblem in the middle on top is actually a respirator. So if you ever get caught in a gas attack or something, you've got 20 minutes of oxygen. I... 20 minutes? Yeah. It's not a lot. No. Is it it's enough? It's better than nothing. It's be well, it's better than yeah. nothing. Is it better than nothing or is it just prolonging the inevitable? Well, it was long enough for Dread to use to kill his brother Rico. Flipping Rico. Rico? Yes. He had a brother called Rico. A clone brother. Oh. Here we go. Noah, you have inadvertently <laughs> given us the, the topic for tonight's show. What was the thought Off process? the back of your helmet, we've got the topic, right? <laughs> thought process you call one kid dread and the other one rico we've got right. no they were both called dread so there rico was rico dread, dread rico and dread. joe dread joe. <laughs> i'm not that familiar with the um the drudge judge dread comics so i don't know is my voice continue if i done a john holmes is my voice continue because your mic's open because my voice doesn't my voice sounds quiet is mine going to sound deep and throaty no. now here's the thing right evil twins cloned or otherwise right from popular fiction so we've got let me write this down we've got joe dread and rico dread the dread brothers <laughs> the who brothers. Will be more dread brothers there was what there were more cloned dread brothers let's let's leave those guys out of this equation right rico there was, steve okay, jerry here we go here we go there was michael knight yeah who was michael knight's evil oh. brother 
Dean. No, it was Garth, wasn't it? Was it Garth, Noah? No, no you're confusing uh, Has uh, Hasselhoff's character with the cars. You had Kit and Car. Yeah, but evil he had... twin cars. But there was an evil twin Michael Knight, because uh, you could yeah. tell he was evil because he had a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> it was, wasn't there? Yeah. Aren't you confusing him with Spock from the alternate Star Trek universe? Because it... there were two Spocks. There was Spock, and then there was Sp Spock with evil goatee in the alternate <laughs> universe. Was! There was! This is how you tell someone is the evil twin, they've got the goatee. But they wouldn't do it's... that now, because that was in the days when not every man had a goatee, and well, the goatee was a sign of the devil, of course. And also, he's dead. Who, the devil? No, Lennon Nimoy. <laughs> That's not funny. I wasn't expecting that to get a laugh. Noah, excellent first call uh, to... Well, I'm sure you've made other calls in your life. First call to the show. This is the, one of the problems with this new studio, and I was listening... This is why I can't bear listening to John Holmes. Oh, I like him. Because he winds me up. No, I no, think I he's don't. very good. But when the second microphone is open, the first microphone sounds pony. Oh. So, can I try you on another microphone? Can you try this? Try you on here. See if, so, oh, now I sound good again. So go there. Try that one. Try that one. Let's just see if that has any effect. Guys, it's day two of a brand new radio station. What do you expect? Perfection? Now, talk into that. This one. Works. Perfect. We'll stick with that. That sounds. That, can you hear the difference, Ed? Does it sound different? Yes, it sounds it, great. It does. By the way, this is Ed, who um, is is going to be um, uh, our whipping boy. He's Ed Dread. He's the Ed third clone. Are you, I, I was never a fan, Ed. I was never a fan of the Judge Dread comics. And uh, what was it? 2000 AD. Would you? Were those, did they? Uh, did you enter that world? I read one, and I never really hooked on. Comics that never really hooked on. Judge Dread. Um, Wizard and Chips. Oh no, I like Wizard and Chips. See, as a kid, I liked Mad Magazine. That was that was one magazine I'd buy. It wasn't quite a comic, but yep. it was always good fun. Always I like Mad Magazine. Um, I didn't like the the uh, Victor. Victor for boys. Mm -hmm. War. Handy hawk. Yes. Handy hawk. This fine dog. Um, let's go. To, oh, we got loads of calls racked up here. Oh, eight double four. Do you want four, me to do one, one or should I stay? <laughs> Um, what time are we... Guys, we, we, it's early days. Let the show settle in. So I'm going to be asking questions that I should have asked before the show. What time have we got? Have we got a break now? Let's... Two, in two minutes. All right, let's go to Chris. Hey, Chris! Hey, Chris. Hi, sorry, Ian. Um, I know you're working. Can I just ask a quick question? Sorry, buddy. Please do, mate. Away you go. Um, would you be all right if I had a water sprinkler? It's, has, a, has a hosepipe ban been announced? No, not yet. Oh, in that case, mate, you go for your life. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the, the call and response messages. That's that's about ten years old, that call. We'll get someone funny enough about chuck ices in a minute. Excellent. Uh, I see what we'll do. 0844 We've got Bobby, Yasser, Keith and Stan, all blokes. And why not? Because it's because we're connected to talk sports with blokey. That office really does need a good clean, doesn't it? It makes me feel like a woman, though, being in there. I feel so feminine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, never say that. You're blokier than me. Uh, we'll come back. Bobby, Yasser, Keith, Stan, stay there. We'll come back to you after this. So, so far, um, Best Helmets has led us on to um, Evil Twins. Uh, we get some good suggestions on... Uh, I can't remember Michael Knight's... Evil twin. I think it was Garth. Garth. I think so. I think so. And you knew he was evil because he had a goatee. I've been reminded, and thank you, Gemma, on, on Twitter, at Ian Lee, 
Postman Pat has a brother who has a goatee. Evil twin. He's a captain of a boat, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, this new Pat that's got a first name? Because I don't trust him. The Pat is his name. He's got a surname as well, though, now, Clifton. hasn't he? Pat Clifton. Yeah, I didn't need to know that ever. Oh, I don't. Here's the thing, right? What the hell are they doing giving that lunatic a helicopter? helicopter. What the hell is that about? Special delivery service. Don't they know that that, that service is stripped to the bone right now? They're giving him a flipping helicopter. And he's voiced by Stephen Mangan in the film. Oh, my nemesis. That's what you object to, isn't it? Then someone else has said. Oh, here we go. Carpet Martin. I'm getting some suggestions. <laughs> Darren Brown has a goatee. Yeah. And he is clearly evil, which surely means his good twin is out there somewhere. The good twin is probably tied up under the stairs. Baron. Baron Brown. What? Darren and Baron. Is he Baron? Is he? You should make jokes about that, poor bloke. You'll have to adopt. Baron Sharon. It's an unfortunate name. But she is actually a Baron. Let's go to um, Bobby. Good evening, Bobby. Hello, it's a female Bobby, by the way. Hey! Lady Bobby! Lady Bobby! Hang on, I've got some music somewhere for... Um, uh, ladies. I've got some ladies' music. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Brace yourself, Bobby. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Got a lady on top. Yeah. Funk. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Got a lady on top. Yeah. Funk. Yeah. And that's kind that's of it. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Lady Bobby, away you go. Um, when you were talking about muggins. Yes. Muggins here. Um, what do you mean, muggins here? What do you? Eat them. Eat them up. Muggins here. I'll clean it up. Go on. Get out. Muggins here. Hello, it's muggins here. That's what they should say. If they, if when you were mugged, they came up and they went, hello, it's Muggins here. Give us your wallet. You go, all right then. All right then, you've got me you there. Because it reminds you of your mum, wouldn't it? <laughs> Muggins. Begrudgingly helping you out yet again. Imagine if Biggins' name was Muggins. Chris Muggins. And he could have a show called, hello, Muggins here. And he'd mug people. <laughs> Suggest it. I will do. They've Next made up. weirder things. Here's the thing, right? Celebrity Road Rush. I taught... Celebrity Road Raj, I voiced that. that. Yeah, I was the voice of that. Did you? That was the vo I was the voice of that. Wow. I taught. If you've ever taught a celebrity to do something, oh eight double four four double nine one thousand. Boy, oh boy, I've not done this gig for four and a half months. I've got so much good ideas stored up inside me. I must write them down and bring them into the show one day. I taught. Get this, Bobby. I yeah. taught Christopher Muggins, Christopher Biggins. How to turn off his data roaming so that it wouldn't cost him a fortune when he went abroad on his yeah. iPhone. Yes, I did. Well, it's something I probably thought he wouldn't know how to do. He, I, I got talking to him in, in, uh, on the Royal Mile in Edinburgh, and he went, oh, I'm, I'm, go I, I'm going away. And I said, well, don't forget to turn your data roaming off, Chris. He said, what? Turn your data roaming off, mate, otherwise that'll cost you a fortune. I haven't got a clue what, how to do it. Did it. Showed him how to do it. And I had a sneaky look at all his pictures on his phone when I was doing it. <laughs> Good ones. Some corkers in there. Anyway, Bobby, you, that, that's not what you've called in for, is it? No. Okay, go on. Um, does it count if you've been mugged by a bird? Oh, oh. that's escalated. This is, yeah, mate, of course it counts. Any, any form of um, muggings here is um, acceptable. What happened to you? I have a, I have a, it don't, didn't happen to me, it happened to my dad while we were on holiday, but it was a great story. Beautiful. We were sat, we were sat. Um, is is it a sad Florida. story? Do you need sad music? No. You don't, you don't need... No. This wouldn't help? No. Okay, fine, it's fine, we can stop it. It's there if we need it. It's there um, if we need it. If someone... If, yeah. Okay. We were, sat eating a hot, we were sat eating a hot dog, and a seagull landed on my dad's shoulder, stole the hot dog, oh. left my dad with the roll, and flew off. But he didn't... He, he 
um, didn't just fly off. Yeah. He pooed down my dad's back. Oh, <laughs> he did a dirty a protest. A passing shot. Ins a passing yeah. what? Passing shot. shot. He literally adding insult to injury. And he didn't yes. want, he only wanted the meat. So the thing is, right, on other radio stations right now, and we, I've been told off for mentioning other radio stations, so I'm not going to mention any specific ones, right? But, but there are some. There are some, All right. rubbish. What they'll be doing now, Bobby, is they'll be saying, because of, you know, the horrible events that's happening, that we shouldn't allow any more Muslims into the country, right? Yeah. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. I welcome the Muslims over here. We shouldn't be allowing seagulls into the country. Oh, we should. We, we, if, we, if, we leave, if we leave Europe, do we get control of our air borders? Can we, can we at last stop the menace of foreign seagulls coming over here, stealing our hot dogs and pooping down our dogs? I don't backs? think you're going far enough. I want the pigeons out as well. Yeah. Right? And I'll tell you why. Ooh. Should I tell you what's put me off pigeons? Yeah, go on. Give me the music. Oh, hang on a second. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. When I was a student, I thought I'd treat myself to something nice from Marx's. Yeah. Sandwich. Oi, good sandwiches from Marx's. Mm-hmm. And then roast chicken ones. I think it might have been a... Was it bread or a wrap? It was bread. Okay. Fatty. I wasn't worried about my weight then. I was drinking quite a lot of Caffrey's yeah. in the student bar. Yeah. I put on a stone and a half in my first year at university. Okay, mate. It is my show, but carry Anyway, on. so, that's probably why I was feeling hungry. Yeah. Wasn't the only one, it turns out. Oh, uh, yeah. Walking through the street with my delicious sandwich. Yeah. Who comes swooping down from the heavens. Yeah. Trying to eat a chicken sandwich, that's virtually cannibalism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put its beak right in my sandwich, it did. Yeah. And then kind of rebounded I'm, I'm and really blew hoping off. this story has got a strong payoff, because if I'm... If, I don't know about you, Bobby. It's yeah. not... It's so far, it's a little bit disappointing. I don't think it's worthy of the right. snow patrol, but... <laughs> carry on. Put its beak in my sandwich, like, between the two layers of bread. Is this a euphemism? <laughs> And then kind of fell out. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is a euphemism. We've all been there. We've all been there. Long night. Long night. And I looked at the <laughs> prostate. Prostrate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got that close. The I prostrate go... pigeon. Yeah, here we go. And he looked at me. I've got their second album somewhere. Do you know what I did? Look. I've been the sandwich. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Put me right off pigeons. Um, I had a pigeon land on my hand the other day, and I nearly decked a goose. <laughs> that is, that is true. A goose was given with me and my little boy. We went to the river. Is there anything, Bobby, purer, purer than the horror of a child and a goose? Then going to feed the ducks. Not allowed to give them bread now. You got, you got not allowed to give them bread because it's bad for them. I think that's silly. I think it's silly. It's like giving them chips. Well, chips are good. They like chips. They like chips. Anyway, we were feeding them bread. We stuffed that, but we bought the bread. Anyway. And this goose was coming up to my boy and was, and I was, I, I had my fist clenched and I went, get out of it. And I would have, I would have smacked it in the face. Oh, but you didn't. If you've ever punched an animal or a bird in the face, 0844-499-1000. Uh, Bobby, anything else? No, that's it. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Very successful call there. Let's go to, um, okay, this will mean nothing to you, but uh, welcome to the world of Yasser. Good evening, Yasser. Good evening, Ian. I just I just crushed the plum as I crossed my legs there as I was talking to you. Isn't that funny? Well, not funny. It's painful. Did it just? You, you, you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Ed? You've crossed your legs aggressively it's, before it's now. It's not a fun experience. It's not. I'll tell you that. Yes, sir. Ever ever crushed a plum? No. I, I, is that a euphemism for something? Yes, testicles. No. Okay. Okay. I have. <laughs> I have. Someone what grabbed my someone grabbed my boobs uninvited in a club once, so I crushed his plums. So let that be a lesson to us. <laughs> He was very Wait, surprised. Yes, why did you look at me after you said that? <laughs> Just a warning. That that that's a lesson for us all, isn't it, Yasser? Yeah. It is. It, it, respect women's bodies. 
is what's... Uh, absolutely, yeah. Absolute, absolute respect for um, uh, women <laughs> and their bodies is is um, is key, <laughs> I think. is It's key. Um, yes, sir, I've not spoken to you for, what, about ten years? No, that's not true. We, oh. it's actually, uh, for, uh, we spoke... You might, but you forgot this. Yeah. But we spoke um, about four and a half years ago. Actually, it was. Okay, hang on one second, yes. Sir. Can I can I ask you um, what your views are on trumpets? Oh, I need my computer on on a constant uh, on a constant feed so I can go. Oh, why is it not playing? Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. I know why it's not playing. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Yasser. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, it's that guy. It's so that guy. So pleased to meet you. Yasser's greatest hits. Uh, Yasser. That, that, that was 10 years ago, man. Come on. Yeah, that, that was 10 years ago. But it's it's one of my favourite quotes of all time, as is... I've got a mouth for a sausage. So, y- you know, <laughs> happy, right, happy days. I like the mush piece. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yasser, how's life treating you, mate? You are right. Yeah, it's good, yeah. It's that thing, isn't it? When you've not met someone for years, right, Mm -hmm. you think you'd have loads of stuff to say to them. And, um, you haven't generally. Generally, there is, there is, you don't, you don't really have a lot to say. So I'm hoping that Yas is going to turn this around. He's going to spin some uh, old school magic and he's going to turn it around. Yas, what you got? Um, tell me that you might not know about me. Last year, um, if you go on YouTube, I... You killed someone. I I was in a uh, YouTube video. Oh. Um, last year, that got over 500,000 views. 500,000? Yeah. I, I, I was actually... It wasn't my video. I was a part of the video, actually, last year. What was it? A Justin Bieber? Were you in a Justin Bieber concert? No, it was. It was, it was in Trafalgar Square last May. Oh. <laughs> it was a YouTuber does it, guy. Yeah. And he said, like, it was like... About, even though it was about 50 or fast. Yeah. It was a massive group hug. Oh, oh no. No, I don't like that. I don't, a massive group hug? Yeah, yeah. What were you doing that for, mate? Um, for YouTube. You did it for YouTube. Yeah, I, it wasn't. It wasn't my thing. It was somebody else's YouTube channel, and I was a part of that. Yeah. But yeah. Did you Did you get to choose who you got to hug? No, just strangers. Oh, mate. Oh dear. Okay. Who, and, and did you? How does a group hug work of fifty people? Uh, was it like a pylon? Did one like jump on the floor and go pylon, and then everyone piled on? No. Catherine, like by the way, oh, and I know we got a break in a second. Can you, can you, while we're talking, can you find out the world record for pylon, please? Because I'm thinking maybe that could be something we could do. I to don't get want to be on the bottom of that again. A bit of publicity, and I'm so, I'm okay. sorry about that, Catherine. I just slipped up the stairs. I think that could be good publicity for the station if we do the world's biggest pylon. Okay. Norris McGuerter would know. He's, he's sadly no longer with us. Norris on the spot. Uh, well, yeah, so that's excellent news, mate. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you know, you, you've turned your life around and you're making a success of everything. Thanks very much. Uh, listen, I've got to go to, the, to a break, but g- g- give it, now you're in touch. You've got the number. Give us a call again soon, buddy. No worries. Thanks, mate. Take care. Evening. Ian Lee, B. Oh, I nearly said the old. I nearly said the old place. Don't say that it's again. funny, isn't it? It's hardwired in. Whenever I finish a phone call, I go to give oh three four. I go to give the old number. Do you know what I did? First person to call because you were talking about them next door. Yeah. I said hello, talk sport. Oi. But that's all right. Ian Lee, talk radio. Oh eight double four four double nine one thousand. Kathy's my producer. I don't know what that actually entails because the one thing I'd ask you to do, well, two things I'd ask you to do, and you hadn't done them. One was get John Sebastian set up for twelve thirty. He's coming on at eleven thirty. You muffed up. Secondly. I came, old time. I came in and I said, where are the newspapers? You went, huh? I said, the newspapers. Oh, no. 
I said, right, you know I need the newspapers. We may not use them, but I need them in case it's quiet on the phones or I, I need them as a, as a, as a backup. And you went, oh, I don't know. Went, Could you find them? I don't know. Yeah, and how did I find them in the end? I went bin diving. <laughs> so don't start giving me the lip yeah, well. because you know I go above and beyond for this show. Right, it's pylons. Oh, I've, I've... Looks like it's wide open. Yeah, go on. Because at go the moment, on. all I can find us when it comes to piles yeah. and uh, and world records is 137 cases sorted out in one day by a surgeon oh, called... Oh, piles? Sudashen Chug. Oh. Yeah. Chug Knight? Sudashen Chug. He was a rap singer, wasn't he? No, he's a doctor uh, specialising in piles. Keith, Stan, stay there. Jessica's on the line. Good evening, Jessica. Hello. Oh, um, I've heard the story about the seagull logging like, the guy. Has it made you sad? Well, no, but I thought I could top it. Oh, okay. Fine. So, but basically, I went to Kenya for a month, and we like to volunteer, and then we decided to go on safari. Yeah. Um, at the end of the like time we're out there, so we can like relax for a bit, and we went out in the morning for like a game drive, and then when we came back. I went into my room and it was completely messed up and I was and like all our food had been stolen and oh, yeah, yeah. our bags had been gone through and I was like I thought we had been like our room had been burgled so I went to go and talk to someone at reception yeah. and they said um, it's probably baboons that had come into our room. The what? Baboons, because there was baboons on the on the, the reserve where we were staying. I can't even... The bins. The bins? Baboons! 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 Yeah. <laughs> I thought the bins, the booze, baboons. Baboons! Baboons! And apparently they'd been like, hanging around my room like all day and they were trying to work out why. And I'd left the window unlocked. And it said, there's actually big signs on the window saying, keep the doors locked because there's like baboons that can come into the rooms and they'd let themselves in. Um, I've but been... they also shut the window behind them, which was quite cute. Oh well, that's nice. Mm. They're, they're, well, they're they're um they're yeah. almost as evolved as uh, when I was in so halls. What were they doing in your room, like trying on your shoes? Yes, possibly. I don't know, but um, I found like some packets of Mentos that they'd literally taken the Mentos out of the packet. Flipping it. And then they actually put some stuff in the bin as well, which I thought was quite funny. Tidy baboons. Um, here we go. Here we go. They're very tidy. But here we go. Could you ever? Uh, this is. I'll ask you first, Jessica. Could you ever yeah. fancy a baboon? Did I, fan did I fancy a baboon? Could you, could, I'm not saying did you, could you ever fancy a baboon? Mm, no, it's a tricky one, because there was one baboon that I kind of got along with when I was there. We kind of, he was sat, like, when I was having breakfast, he was sat on this, like, chair next to me, um, and he, like, took some food and stuff, and we got on quite well. So possibly, I don't know, maybe if I went back, I could, like, rekindle something. I don't know. Gosh. I'll be honest. I like. I respect the honesty of that answer. Yeah. I respect the honesty of the of that answer. I tell you why, because some animals mm. um, are. I don't want to say sexy. Please don't. Mm. But they're cute. I know what you mean. Okay. For example, and I don't mean this in any way to do with the age thing, but kittens. A little kitten with a bow in its hair. Yeah. They are very cute. Very cute. Yeah, but they age quicker. Also, <laughs> also, if you get um, not a horse. But a pony mm -hmm. with with ribbons. You know when they do like they plait its hair. So imagine a pony with its hair plaited. It just looks over at you like that. Um, yeah, I'm that still is, not, I'm still not finding it alluring in that, that is, way. I, I mean, you know, push comes to shove. Well, it would. I don't want to have make an ass seen, of myself. Have you ever seen the world's most beautiful horse? The world's most beautiful horse. Yeah, you should Google it. Horse. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
The world's most beautiful horse. I have um, horse. 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 I, I yeah. have the internet. I have access to the internet here. I'm going to Google. Be careful what the you world. Google. It's my laptop. Don't matter. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Or, I know it's a Should be in your favourites. <laughs> Let me just have a little look. So I've Googled it. Hang on a minute. It's like a baby colour. Hang on, hang on. Oh, is it a Palomino? I have no idea. Is it, is it a Palayosa? <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Oh, uh, world's most beautiful horse. Let's go to images. Hang on a second. Internet's been a little bit... Oh, my gosh. Let's have a look. Flipping what do you think about that? Heck. Let's have a look. That is... Is that made like of something. gold? That I think is... it might be. Wow. Wow. Mm. Problem is, she knows it. Oh, blimey, yeah. She, she is working that. That is, that is outrageous. <laughs> I mean, that's just... um. Incredible. Crazy mind, doesn't it, really? Oh, but man alive. It's just... Not that song. Oh, man. Not that song. That Not is, that, that is, it's made me feel romantic. Not this song, please. Here comes a horse. Here comes a horse, and she is like well fit. Little darling, that horse you asked me to Google is pretty special. I'd like to ride her using a saddle. I don't mean uh, using a saddle, for goodness sakes, before we get to... Well, thanks for lowering the tone even further, Jessica. You're welcome. Thank you very much indeed. Google the world's most beautiful horse, and uh, boy, oh boy, it really is a stunner. <laughs> oh eight double four four double nine one thousand is the phone number. Keith's on the line. Keith's in Dunstable. I'm sorry to hear that, Keith. The place uh, I used to have to go to every day, and um, it's got a lot of charity shops. Do you know what I think is great yeah, about Dunstable? Has, yeah. The barbecue shop. Yeah, the Turkish barbecue shop opposite the park is good. You've been in there. Effies, Effies, yeah. What does Effies mean? Because they're all called Effies. I ain't got the foggiest, but I see him in Barclays Bank the other day paying five grand in, so he must be all right. Sweet. Oh, really? Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. I used to, I, I used to enjoy that. I couldn't, I couldn't be on him paying a fiver in. <laughs> Flipping heck. Well, good. Well done. Well done, Effies in Dunstable, and uh, we salute you. What you got for us, Keith? What I've got for you, Ian, is I've phoned you before a few times, uh, but. Prove uh, it. Me Prove it. From three counties, I was the one with the wife with the booby milk uh, rotten baby's teeth. I don't know if you remember that story. That yeah, you do you know what I would? Yes. Booby milk rotting baby's teeth. I remember you, Keith. Yes, yeah, all right. <laughs> Anyways, what I've got for you is my big qualm is why can't we get a full post podcast? Because oh. it's now half past ten at night. I have to go to bed. I've got four kids. Yeah. I'm up at 5.30. I was very pleased this morning when YouTube the fact that we could get the whole show. Well, I managed to listen to it on YouTube. Yep, yep. But I have to go to bed. Can't we right. have a full podcast? Here's the thing. I... Here's the thing, right? So there's going to be like a 20, 25-minute podcast. And we and the, the one last night was, was short because we were having all kinds of technical problems. T -t -t Tonight, t tomorrow morning is going to be about 25 minutes, right? That's going to happen. Yeah. There are There are ways of listening again. Yep. Really windy tonight. I know. If you go to talksport.co.uk, uh, right. you can listen to all the shows uh, again. Right. Uh, talk radio. Okay. I keep saying talksport. Thank you. Talkradio.co.uk. Yeah, talk right. You go there, you can listen to all the shows again. That's all there, right? Some yep. naughty people 
have taped last night's show and they put it up on YouTube. So if you go in and type yeah. Ian Lee, talk radio, it's there. Yeah, I'll, I'll right. listen to that today at work. It cost me like uh, 300 megabytes on my oh. data allowance. It was all right, though. Worth it. You're worth every don't penny. Worry. Don't worry. We'll pass you back to Ed afterwards. He will reimburse you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're working on it. I don't know. All right, the new boss here, he's a cracking bloke, and he said anything goes, except last night when we sagged off too many other radio stations. That's fine. That's oh, fine. Right. Um, funny, and I it was very funny. Uh, I don't know what the problem. Well, I don't know why there is a reluctance to release a full podcast. I'm kind of working on it. I think it would be that would for a new radio station that is primarily broadcasting on DAB. You want to get as many listeners in as many different formats as you can, and a full podcast I think would would go down very very well. Uh, it's out of my hands, Keith. But we are work. Well, I'm I'm trying to persuade the people that need to be persuaded. I, I'm already stayed up an hour later just to phone you oh. about it. Oh, my wife's, I'm in the doghouse upstairs because she's in bed waiting for me. So Oy, not you, that way. Hang on. Not how many way. kids you got? Five. I've got four. Four kids. Okay. Four well, kids, four the, too many. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, anyways, I'm, I'm glad, glad you're back together and uh, loving the show last night. And I'm sure, hopefully, I can listen to it tomorrow if some uh, reprobate puts it on YouTube tomorrow. We, we will, we will look, Keith. Let's see what happens. Thank you. Ed is doing sign language to me. Uh, Ed, come on the microphone and tell us. We need you... a break. We need a break. Oh, blimey! Like this. Evening, Ian Lee, Talk Radio, oh eight double four four double nine one thousand. Catherine is here. She's producing and whatnot. Ed is through there. Evening, Ed. Evening. Evening. The way it works, you give us a call, 0844 499 We'll give you a call back. Uh, we're talking... Um, Don't say double. Oh, you're not supposed to... Oh, what is it? 0844-499. What am I saying it to an old person? That's, that's what I'd say it to me. Nan, and she's There'll be some dead. old people listening. <laughs> get, get, just give us a rundown, Catherine, of, before we go to Stan. He's been waiting for... Oh, blimey, for ages. Uh, what have we been talking about so far this eve? Best helmets. Yes. Squashed plums. Yep. Punched birds. Yep. And uh, sexy animals. Sexy animals. Evil twins. Evil twins and goatees. And goatees. Um, so there's, there's, there really is... The devil's marker. There really is a lot. Stan's on the line. Evening, Stan. Hey, Ian. Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Pardon? Can you hear me, Ian? Yes, well, I can. Can I play a little song, please? Yeah, please do, mate. All right, mate, cool. Can you hear that, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ian Lee on the radio. Welcome back to the Late Late Show. Good to have you. Because the others are not up to much. You are top like a dodger. I really need a dogger. Ian Lee on the radio. Welcome back to the Late Late Show of the others. I wouldn't even bother. Oh, Ian, you remind me of my dodger. I really need a Caught a word there. Thank you, Stanley. Yeah. Excellent stuff indeed. Yes, I... And well done, Stan, right? Because I've been asking my mate Scott to write a song for this show for the last three weeks, like right? And he's not done it. Not done it. Of course he hasn't. Stan... Just spontaneously do, does it. Spontaneously. Mm -hmm. Spontaneously, Stan. Thank you, Stan. Yes, hello. Oh, no. Uh, uh, have, have you got, you, you've, you've got more, if you've got more to contribute, Stan, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, listen, because the thing is, well, I've been listening to, uh, I've been listening to Late Night Radio for almost like, uh, I'm 35 now, since I was 15, so that's 20 years. And, uh, and, um, 
to be honest, like it's been it's been quite bobbins for the last. Uh, it's been quite what? Well. Bobbins, bobbins, bobbins are quite oh, bobbins. rotten. I thought you said bubbling. I know what bobbins means. I was, I was brought up yeah, in bobbins, Frank Sybottom. Yeah, uh, By the way, like Pee Wee Herman, I compared him with Frank Sybottom last night. Pee Wee Herman is more of a cross between Frank Sybottom and Andy Kaufman. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is he coming on the show? <laughs> I tweeted him, so yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I had a, can I just tell you something? I had a moment of sadness there. Why? Do you know what I was about to say to you? I know. We, we should get Frank Sybottom on the show. Frank Sybottom's been dead about five, six years now. Oh, Stan, you've you've broken my heart. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, is, is, is Rurinda called in yet? No, no, she's not called in. Rurinda isn't called in yet. Okay, cool, no. cool. Uh, but anyway, listen, uh, listen, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be tuning in and hopefully it'll be uh, good as gold as it oh, was back in the day, man. It's been the last two minutes. But, Stan, let's keep our fingers crossed. And the, the, the reason we're doing this, right, do you know what? Um... I'm a big fan. I'm a radio geek, right? And I'm a big fan of late night radio. It's been tricky for me to listen to for the past few years because I've been getting up at four o'clock in the morning, so I go to bed at eight. But I'm a big fan of late night radio, and there are some really good, talented people on doing some really solid shows, okay? But yeah, it's a bit, I, too, a bit too conservative, though, isn't it? It's a bit I, too straight. I, I, yeah, exactly. I want to have a laugh. There's not bisexual when I, stuff out there. Bisexual? Yeah, there's not enough, you know, it's not enough, like, bisexual stuff out well, there. Well, depends what you're looking. I and there, you know there are a couple of a couple of people who are on, on on various stations who are, who are great and are solid, are great broadcasters. I'm big fans of their work. I find it quite dry every night. Immigration, Muslims, immigration, Muslims. It's just like. So I don't want to lie in bed and have someone shouting and being cross at me. And this morning when I woke up, um, and um, uh, I saw what had gone on in in uh, it was was it Brussels? Yes. Right. I saw what had gone on in Brussels. Kind of part of me thought, oh, we should probably do we should probably do something on that. How are we going to handle that? And I thought, no, 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 no. That's even more reason to go on the radio and be stupid. That's Because there will be people doing that now, and that's fine. And people have been doing it all day, and that's fine. It's a really big story. And listen, it's not to say we don't care about no, it. No, no, I no. I think it's terrible. Not at all. But that's even more reason to go on and mess around so people have an outlet which isn't the horror of people setting off bombs in, in airports and train stations. You know, it's it, we, this is why, genuinely, I think we, we need more people messing around on the radio. Stan, thank you for that song. It's appreciated. Yeah, cheers, man. cheers, cheers with this. Ta-ta. There we go. What a nice bloke. I did this morning. I turned my phone on. I get all my news from... T I get my first news either... Uh, well, from Twitter, primarily. And I, and I did think, all right, OK, so what are we going to do about that? And then last about 30 seconds, I thought, oh, no, no, no of course we're not going to do anything no, about in it. In the olden days, we'd have had to do something. Oh, yeah, and we would have got... Do you know what the, the blight of current media is? Terrorist expert. Yeah. The terrorist expert. What the hell is a... Unless you've been in the army hunting terrorists or you're a terrorist, how are you a terrorist expert? What does, what does that... What, you, you've, read, you've read some papers. You've read the newspaper. What does that mean, I'm a terrorist expert? What? I mean, all the chances that turned up on a lot of the, the other d d stations today, you just think, well, really? Guys? And, you know, the cover, I listened to... I thought Paul Ross handled it excellently this morning. I, I, I tuned in and I had a listen. You know, not that this is important in the great scheme of things, but day two of a, of a light um, radio station to be confronted with a world story like that. It's a tough gig, and I thought Paul handled it excellently. But I just think, you know, when you've had a whole day of that, 10 o'clock, and if there was a breaking story now, we'd cover it and we'd, we'd give it our best shot. But 10 o'clock at night, you want people phoning up talking about um, evil twins. That's, Be that's best helmets. <laughs> I still that's think the Romans. I like, I, I, the, if we're going to play Best Helmet, Top Trumps. Of course we are. And by the way, Top Trumps, my kids are loving Top Trumps at the moment. 
all of the sets, the Star Wars top trumps. But your littlest one can't read, can he? No, I know, and he gets on my nerves a bit. Exactly. Because he wants to, um, he wants to play it and stuff. And anyway. Um, so you and your other son play top drums. <laughs> what we do? You this is terrible, right? Because I, when I put them to bed, I, they can't. When I put them to bed, I'm lazy, so they fall asleep in, in the same bed. Then I'll cart one out, and you know, and the eldest says, when um, when he falls asleep, and then he winks, and then he mimes dealing cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, okay. Does he mean top drums and not poker? <laughs> I've never understood poker. I don't understand, but poker is is one of the hardest games of all time. Uno, great game, love it. Right. Top Trump's beautiful. I don't even know how you play Happy Families. I wouldn't. I would struggle to remember. Do you have to collect like Mum and Dad? Oh, I don't know. Happy Families. I don't like card games. Full stop. It's boring. Although yeah. Uno, I admit, was fun. Well, when I you laugh, we had a, a shared a train journey to Hull. Was it Hull? Hull? We went to Hull and back. And uh, I brought Uno, and you laughed at me. I don't want to play that. I'm, I'm too cold for school, and I'll be I'll be in the smoking carriage under the flags. <laughs> I don't smoke. What's all this about? And um, and then I got Uno, and then I cracked Uno open, and it blew your flipping yeah, mind. Yeah, because I beat you. No, you didn't. That's always me. the way into a and game. And we were we nearly missed our station because it got. It got real. Oh, wait, uh, 444991000. That's a. Uh, Richard! Hello, mate, how you doing? I'm alright, Rich, what you got? Lovely to hear your voice. So, glad you've gone on to better things, Ian. It, no, it, I, I wouldn't say better, different, different. No, I would say better, I would say better. Get yeah. away from that BBC. You're yeah. too badly drawn back. At least you can say a few more things, mate. Listen, you well, know? yeah, we'll see that. It's one of those gigs, right, where you're told, you can do whatever you want, within six months we'll be we'll be doing football. <laughs> let <laughs> I us know how it works. Extent, eh? I know how it works. What you got for us, Rich? Um, just to let you know, you were going on about muggings, weren't you? Yep. I've actually been mugged by a squirrel monkey. What? I was in Woburn Zoo with my little lad, and there was a little enclosure with some squirrel monkeys where you can get up close and personal with them. Yeah. Um, one of them jumped off the frame onto my shoulder. I was saying to my little lad, oh, look at him, isn't he cute? Straight down his hand went straight in my pocket, pulled out my tobacco, off he went straight up to this tree, watched him, he opened the packet of tobacco, yeah. he sniffed it, he sort of sneezed, yeah. looked at it again, pulled out some tobacco, went to eat it, spat it out and then threw the packet back at me. Hey! He was unhappy! He was unhappy! I thought you were going to say that he got into chewing the backy. He did, he did, he went to eat it, he sniffed it first, thought it was disgusting, pulled it out, went to eat it, and then spat it, and then threw the actual packet straight at me. Ungrateful. Where was this? Woburn? This was at Woburn, yeah. I've had one of those monkeys with its hand in my pocket in Woburn as well. I think they <laughs> I think they might be training them. Oh, God, can you imagine if it took your £500 phone up there and threw it at you? There's some kind hey. of monkey Fagan in that enclosure who's sorting them all out. <laughs> There's so I've much. I've been assaulted by a swan as well while I was out fishing. Yeah, go on. And I was, I was sitting there, I'm, a, I'm quite a clean fisherman, and uh, as fishermen will let you know, they swear say right on as uh, swans because come over and get tangled in the line. My mate kept saying to me, for God's sake, don't get agitated by them, just leave them alone and they'll leave you alone. So yeah. I just completely ignored this swan. It came right up to me, right up close, and yeah. I was pretty nervous because, you, you know, you get all these tales about, you know, flapping their arms, it'll break your, it'll break your neck and all this. Well, so flapping I, their arms will break your neck, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, I, I looked straight at this thing, it looks yeah. at me, and it hissed and it attacked me. 
Who, who said, just stand still if a swan comes near you? Your mum? Of course, you're supposed to move. It's not a T-Rex. A swan comes near you, you're off. Get out of there. I won't be making that mistake again. That's for sure. No. Well, uh, Richard, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're well. Thank you very much indeed. That's uh, that's nonsense. If any wild creature, okay, let's go through the list. Okay. Um, shark. If a shark attacks you, punch it in the face. You punch it in the nose. Mm -hmm. Got punched in the nose. Okay. If a crocodile attacks you. You put a log in its mouth, so it's... You'd know that, Ed, coming from New Zealand. Where they... cro... No, no, you're thinking of Australia again. Well, I mean... Same thing. It's, I mean, it's not... Yeah. But you would put... If, if, one, if you're in, in, in Titirangi in Auckland, out with my sister, that would be weird. She's married. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, uh, and a crocodile came up to you um, outside... What's a typical New Zealand shop? Uh, I don't know, the local dairy... BP, a four square, four square typical New Zealand. Do you shop. say BP? Yeah. Well, the petrol. Like the local BP. Br British Petroleum. You can't yeah, get <laughs> What's a typical New Zealand store? The local BP, British Petroleum. Know, that's my local because it was at the top of my road, so I just walk around the corner and always go there for milk. If a crocodile came, you got to shove a log in its mouth. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Standard. Um, now I always thought it was climb up a tree for bears, but bears can climb trees. Play dead for a bear. Is it play dead for yeah, a bear? Yeah, you have to lie there and not move. Um, and a kangaroo, it's a, it's ten rounds in the ring. Have a boxing match with it. What about a rabid dog? Oh, you just got to shoot it. You go. Oh no. Well, no, not rabid. If it's rabid, mate, you're in trouble. You're too. Yes, if a dog is biting you and will not let go, you stick your finger up its anus. That is true. I don't even know why you're laughing because that is actually true. And my, I've got a dog now, and so I know it worked. Works. <laughs> wow. I've got a Westie. She's vicious, and I know it works. She knows it works. We have an understanding. Well, that, that's taken a turn. Oh, wait, do uh, oh, wait. <clears throat> oh, wait, dogs. Oh, wait, dogs. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Oh, wait, double, four, four, double, nine, one thousand. That's the telephone number. Don't say double. I know, it's just, that's how we say now. Here's the thing. Oh. So, say, say, so you'd say, okay, so am I supposed to say one thousand? Yes. Okay. But if I were not to say that, I'd say one, oh, oh, oh. What's wrong with that? Because it sounds like you're being... No, but what is wrong? Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the number like this way. All right, okay. What's wrong with this? Oh eight four four. What's wrong with that? Oh eight four four. What's wrong with that? Ed's got it. Ed, what's wrong with that? Oh eight four four. I got nothing. Man. You've got a face that looks like you know something, which is good. You should keep that. Oh eight four four. What's wrong with that? It's obvious. Don't know. Oh, it's not a number. What dial or no? I'm gonna dial no. It's not a number. I mean, zero. What do you say? Zero eight hundred. Some people, well, this... Zero, eight, zero, zero, surely. This is, this is, if people, if you're going to go for accuracy, <sighs> then yes. Do you know? We should, do you know there are some people that get the right cob on about that? You could take could your, you your phone off, number. Could you send your phone off in the studio, please, mate? I'm trying to do a radio show. I'm needing it. You just got a message. Could you turn it's it off? Pee Wee Herman. It buzzed, is it? No. No. Might Z be. Right, don't start, listen, I've got to go to a break in nine seconds. Zero, eight, four, 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 nine, nine, one, zero... Zero, O. Talk radio. We're we're in trouble, guys. Before we go to the news, I, I knew that people would get upset about this. Seb is furious on Twitter. He says, um, "Is it not?" <laughs> he's written it brilliantly. Is it not naught, not zero? Oh, flipping out! <laughs> this thing, people get so upset about this kind of. He's literally upset about nothing, though. <laughs> literally about nothing. 
0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Give us a call. We'll call you back. Uh, and in half an hour, we've got John Sebastian. But now, here's the news. We've got a celebrity listening. Stand up, everybody. Stand up, stand up, Ed. And a round of applause. You know who's listening? No, well, you know. It, it, Dennis Waterman there. No, no, no. You know who's listening? Yep. Tony Blackburn. Oh! Blackburn's listening. Blackburn in the house. Tony, um, I know the time is not right, but whenever you want to come on uh, this show, you have an open invitation, boss, and we don't even have to talk about those suckers at the BBC if you don't want. We can just talk about music. We can just talk about music, if ever you want to come on and tell us how you saved Stevie Wonder from falling off of the stage. True story. Uh, then you, sir, uh, you have an open invitation. It's nice, nice that Tony's listening. I'm a big fan of Tony, and he's had a, what a rotten few months he's had. And then completely. Anyway, anyway, enough. Uh, uh, Richard, you've been on already. Yeah, I know, mate. I've got cut off. What sort of service is this? It's like going back to BBC, isn't it? Don't stop going on about those losers. Right, what? what <laughs> so you're, you're back on. Right, and what I forgot to say, you were prattling on about Michael Knight, weren't you? Yes. And going on about Garth. Evil uh, twin. Michael Knight was actually rescued by William Knight when he was shot in the face as a detective. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was played by a diff... I had a... I met, well, anyway, I was about to tell the most boring story about when I had a dream once. <laughs> I've got to tell it. On, I had a dream once, because Michael Knight originally wasn't played by David Hasselhoff. It was somebody else, and he got shot in the face, and he had to have plastic surgery, and he became Michael Knight. He did became, a good job, didn't he? He, he? he wasn't played. He became David Hasselhoff. But I had a dream that that incident never happened, and the whole series. I lived through four seasons of Knight Rider with the original guy. Wow. Yeah, that was. I mean, that's that's an alternative. How did you remember it? Most dreams you end up sort of only remembering for a day, and you end up forgetting them, don't you? Do you am I going to forget? Am I going to forget a dream like that? I remember loads of dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the. I remember the first dream when I worked out that I was dreaming. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, that's you were deep, aren't you? That is no, no, no. I, the, what do they call it? Lucid dreaming. Yeah. When oh. you become aware that you're dreaming, so you can manipulate the environment. It's like. Um, What's that film, Insurgent, Intrinsic, Intransigent, um, um, In... Follow That Bird, um, uh, Ghostbusters 2, Arthur 2 on the Rocks, um, <laughs> the film with Leonardo DiCaprio, you know oh, it. Oh, you... I know it, I know Inception. it. Yeah. Inception, Inception. Uh, Inception, that's right. That is a good film. It's that not is a, bad, it's it is a good film. And it's like that. I remember the first, I remember, I remember it, I was um, walking around like a town and it was dark. And I went, oh, I think I'm dreaming. I tell you what, I'm going to go flying to see if I'm dreaming. And then I started flying. It was awesome. Oh, that was, a dream. it was not the best dream I've ever had. Know what I'm saying? But <laughs> the best dream I ever had was about it the, was uh, the dry, cat. Though. It was dry. <laughs> Thank you, Richard. Anyway. <laughs> you, 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 
I mean, this is... This... Anyway, have you made your point yet? Um, well, yeah, basically, um, um, Goliath was uh, the lorry equivalent of Kit. It was... Um, oh, yeah, Goliath yeah, yeah. Because was... Carr, Carr, the reason... Right, because Carr was the evil Kit... Right. Yes, correct. And um, um, Kit's primary purpose is to protect human life. Right. So yeah. they were doing a chicken run. So Carl was going straight towards Kit and Kit kept taking control to save Michael Knight. And Michael Knight says, no, let me. And in the end, he pulled out Kit's fuses so that he was driving it because he knew that Carl, his primary thing was to protect himself. So Carl then went off into the sea. Right. Uh, then they took the, the computer, the microprocessor out of that and put it in a truck. Goliath. He's right. Yeah, and um, Garth was actually modelled, well, Michael Knight was actually modelled on Garth, which was Wilton Knight's son. Yeah, there we so go. So he made Michael Knight, because his actual name was Michael Have Garth you, can we, what we need to do, what we need to do, Richard, is we need to establish if it works in real life like that. That there's a good, a good twin, a, you know, a bumlick twin who goes around solving crimes... And an evil twin that goes around committing crimes. Is, yeah, it, it, does, that, does that happen? Richard, can I cut you off now? Of course you can. Thank man. you very much indeed. My mum's a twin. Well, uh, and you, from I think what, she was the goody-goody one. There we go. And I'm not going to reveal any family secrets, but I think it proves the theory. 0844 499 Is that true in real life? And this is a genuine question now. Is it true in real life? It's true with sisters, though, isn't it? I don't know. I have to work out sometimes You're right. whether, whether I'm the good one or the evil one. You're right. I've got a sister, and I'm the good one. She's listening in Titirangi, Auckland. Is there? If, if, is Did it... she go there of her own volition, or is she uh, exiled? Jamaica. No, no, no. Hang on. Uh, so, is there a good twin and an evil twin in, a, in every twin relationship? Is that? Um, and also, it's so windy tonight. It's because we had a burger. You're doing it right in my face. It's because we had a burger before the. Um, before the um the show that's the one. <laughs> it's nice though isn't it oh. it's worth it well, the and you doing that i'm eating it again the phone's dried up that lot that lot but they're all excited yes oh it's great to have you back in oh we missed you oh you've not been very well oh, oh, no, you, it's you. all that old thing and now it's like oh go on then entertain us go on you've had a you've had we had one free I get ride like that when i get a new top though yeah it's true once it's been washed once we were talking about auras Yes. Rita Auras. <laughs> Not her again. I have gone right off her. Why? Well... Seen too much of her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, you know the Kim Kardashian nude selfie? Yeah. Am I the only person that couldn't find it online? And I spent a Which long... one? She did a new... Uh, the one recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the... The what? Well, she'd sort of blanked out her... Um... Oh, is that... It was that what it was? It was yeah. blanked out. There wasn't... It, there wasn't a pre-blanked... No, but oh, I think you can she... probably piece it together from other things she's done. I had to draw it in. I had to print it off and draw it in with a pencil. Oh, well. Although uh, well, she should have made that clear. That's misleading then, because I spent a, a, a good afternoon... Trying to work out how to... Trying to find it. Yeah. Trying to find the um, uncensored one. That's disappointing. Well, do you know what else? Yeah. Some say... Yes. ...it was taken before the last baby, and so this idea that it was to show off her uh, post-baby body was uh, nonsense. Auras, right. The, 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 the mystical mythical idea that you are able to um, look at somebody and you can tell what they're feeling whether they're evil or good, whether they're happy, sad What colour's a, a, an evil aura? Oh, purple Oh, I'd say green Well, th But th you, don't, you don't believe in auras? No 
And I don't believe in most of this mumble-jumble. But I do believe in auras. And I think when I was younger, I used to be able to see them. Seriously, I remember being at school and seeing Mr Dunn giving a talk. And he was surrounded by these beautiful colours. Was he? Yeah. Was he a very beautiful person? No. Oh. No, 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 no. He was, he was um, a cold man. He always wore flares. It's a brave thing, right? It's a bra- he was actually he was a nice he was a, he was a nice enough bloke. I didn't get on with him, but he was he was doing a good job. But he had he, he would wear three piece suits, right? This was in 1989. Okay. That were really from 12 years previous. Mm-hmm. You know the big big flares. They're like a grey blue colour. Yeah, they yeah. were. You know it. Yeah. Big flares that man had on him. Big wide. What do they call this? Is this a lapel. Yeah huge and that's a bold move to make in a school mm-hmm. where and i'm not saying he should have you know pimped up or anything but it, it, it's a bold move to do that in a school with teenagers in a school in slough which is let's be honest is a dump and where you know that bullying and teasing uh are, are de rigueur mm. and i only found out that de rigueur what that means after i left that school because if you'd have learnt that at that school, yeah. your life would not have been worth living. Exactly. 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 Um, so we can... What are we talking about? Auras. And I could see his aura. And I think... Was it the tight suit? No, I, I think the auras, the auras are real. Oh, come on. Why are you pulling that face? You don't know... Because that of the... science. Well, you can take pictures of auras, mate. So you've just proved oh. my argument. Yeah, but only if you've got a magic camera. And you only get those from special people that you have to pay a lot of money to. I'll take your picture with the magic camera if you like, if you pay me 50 English pounds. Um, you're talking nonsense. Oh. Really? Because you can go, if you go to a psychic fair, where everybody at a psychic fair, right, let's be honest. You even right. have a waltzer. Everybody at a psychic fair is, is, is basically, they should just call it Chancerville, right? Mm. Because they're all chancers, yeah. right? By the way, if there are any psychics listening that want to come on the show and do it live... Beautiful. My friend Becky had a reading at a psychic fair and I wasn't allowed to sit next to her. But she got a tape. Oh, yeah. And when we went back to my flat afterwards and listened to the tape, yeah. I know why I wasn't allowed to sit next to her. Yeah. Because it was bullshine. It was clearly bullshine. We've got the Scottish comedian Limmy hopefully coming on yeah. um, in June. He does a brilliant... Um, he, does a, he does a brilliant psychic character. Um, and I'm trying to think of one that I can say. Um, basically, he, he, he tells the people really bad news. <laughs> Well, well, your dad's here, and um, he says your boyfriend's, um, we, he's, he likes to play around, doesn't he? He likes to play around with other girls, doesn't he? Oh, cheeky. Oh, he's a cheeky one. <laughs> it's all that. I'm so excited we've got Limmy coming on. Anyway, but if you go, but, okay, how can you take a picture of an aura if it doesn't exist? You can't. Well, but, it's a special camera. You know, you've got filters these days. Have a look on Twitter, you can do your filter on there. Hang on a minute, I was expecting this to be the Halloween music. Fake like a newscaster, tongue in cheek. Oh. Racial divisions have soda pop speaking. There we go. That's, I don't know what, that's not, <laughs> we can get rid of that. That's not, um, not what I was expecting it to be. But you can. It does, it, 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 it's a science. It does actually exist. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. It does actually exist and it works. It works. That technology works. What colour's yours? Why would you not have an aura? But why would you not? This is the thing. It makes sense to me. Why? That it would exist. Oh, for crying out loud! You know when um, you know when uh, the uh, fire brigade mm. go into a building, right? It's collapsed, collapsed building, and they take those things, and you can see people's auras through brick. That's not an aura. That's your thermal image. 
I don't wear them, unless it's really cold. All right, police camera dog's body, right? Thermal imaging camera. When there's a fella, right, who's being chased by the coppers, yeah. and he ducks in the woods. Okay. So the helicopter goes up, and you can see him through the trees. Oh, What's that if that's not an aura? Okay, so you're telling me that the houses that just so happen to have massive cannabis factories in the roof have all got auras as well? Or is that hydroponic light transmitting uh, heat? and therefore being picked up by the thermal imaging, not magic cameras. I've literally no idea what you're talking about. Well, you don't watch enough police camera action. How do you know? Two ways to know that your neighbour is... Oh, listen to this, by the way. Do you know this? Can you recognise this song? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, the Imperial, it's the Imperial Death March. How, here's two ways. We'll go to a break in... Uh, 17, am I right? 17 for the break? So, yeah, why not? How do you, two ways to know that your um, neighbour is growing cannabis okay. in the loft. One, they come round and tell you that their cat has let a burglar in. That happened. Did that happen to yeah. you? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the cat let the burglar in and then shut the window afterwards, apparently. Three ways, then. Okay. When it snows. Here we go. You've got it. You've got it. Go, go. Theirs go. is the first house to have a melted roof. Yep, 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 because they're growing cannabis. Right. Second one. You get an expensive uh, electricity bill. No, you don't, because it's not your house. They might do a spur on you. They might do. No, i tell you how you know. Sagging roof. Because it oh. sucks all the moisture out of the building, so the roof sags. Mm. And uh, that's when you know you should go knock on your neighbour's door and um, see if they've got a tent they can give you. Thankfully, that doesn't happen in my neighbourhood. No, 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 no. Certainly not in my neighbourhood either. We'll be having none of that. Oh, wait, 444-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Jo John Sebastian's coming on in about 15 minutes. In unrelated news. In <laughs> how high has that man been? And that's going to be one of the questions. John, how high have you been? I mean, really. Get, go on, go on to um, YouTube and look at John Sebastian uh, uh, playing at Woodstock. Right. Very glassy-eyed. Well, we watched it before. I mean, it's, it's such a famous clip. And the thing is, I know he's been asked that question a million times. I've got to ask him, John... How high were you at Woodstock? I mean, because he's he is grinning away, mm -hmm. licking his lips, and his eyes are just not there at all. But playing beautifully, playing singing beautifully. like an angel. Yeah, that's and that's what he does. I'm actually quite nervous about John Sebastian coming on. So am I, because I, I don't really know if he's going to answer the phone. Well, we don't know if he's going to answer the phone, but I don't know that much about him really. I know all the other people we interview. I, I kind of know a bit about Stephen Page yesterday, and we've got. Um, uh, Dennis from Doctor Hook tomorrow. I Dennis know about Akari, him. And we've got uh, Andy Partridge on, on Thursday. I know about those guys. I could, you know, I probably know more about their lives than they know. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, with John, I don't really know much about him. And that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But we'll find out. If he answers the phone. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. Fine, they don't want to call in. It's fine. It's who, who, who would seriously, at 20 minutes past 11, want to call a radio station? Yeah, they all wanted to do it yesterday because they all wanted to suck up to me. That's fine. Now I'm a hero. Oh, 0844 499 1000 if you want to call up. You're more than welcome to. Otherwise, I'll just sit here chatting. I think they're taking pictures of their auras. Yeah, well, they are. If you want to tweet your picture of your aura, uh, then, you know, sure. Why well, look at it. I have been invited to a, a top swanky... I said swanky lunch. Yeah. And I'm a little bit nervous because I don't normally, I don't normally, I would, I would um, refuse this outright. Okay. Because I don't like, you know, I don't like going to things. I like you don't being like people. 
I don't like people, and I'm very shy, mm. and um, things like that make me very, very uncomfortable. I wish I had that burger. I told you I hate eating before a show. Is there anything you like today, or? I'm sorry. You don't like people. You don't like burgers. <laughs> I'm, 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 I like, you know, I like, I like good music. <laughs> I do. I've been invited to a private eye lunch. Is there a plus one in this scenario? Because I'm quite presentable. It just said, I'm, I'm not taking you to a posh lunch, and you, you'll, you'll embarrass me. Oh. Or they might like you more. They will. So I'm not having that. I've been invited to a lunch, a private eye lunch, because I was in private eye this week. Not yeah. the funniest of articles I've ever read in there, to be honest. I don't, I don't well, it. it could have been far worse. You could have been the subject of a funny article. I came off heroic. Yes. Right. Uh, and then I've been invited... To a lunch by the from the assistant to the editor. Now, is the editor Ian Hislop? Yes. So Ian Hislop is aware of me. Well. Well. No, no his secretary. Hang, is. Well, hang on a second. She wouldn't be inviting people willy nilly. Well. With um without him being aware that they were being invited. You think? Well, yeah, I know. If he was doing the inviting, then he wouldn't need a secretary, would he? Assistant, not even secretary. Secretary. What is this? Nineteen eighty-three. Assistant, so he would say, "Well, don't get impression because if you meet him, he's going to say so." He, he's not going to be listening to this, is he? Be listening to Radio Four or even Lady Radio Radio Three. Radio Three. Don't. No. Harrow. Two thirty. Um. So, get me Lee. I want. I want Lee at my party. Is what he would have said. You reckon? Um. And then I'm going to have to go. Do you think he'll hold a grudge if you don't? I don't want them to lambast me on Have I Got News For You or in the, the Private Eye magazine. Think about this, right? He's just a human being. Everyone's going to be slightly intimidated by the idea of going to a private eye party. No, they what won't. if that little fella's left sitting on his own all afternoon? It'll, don't call him a little it's all going to be like Boris Johnson there, isn't it? And, and Tony Blair. I don't think they're Bessies. And, and Peter Cook. And all those kind of people there. All the, 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 clever, the clever people. The intelligentsia. Yes, I don't speak Latin, but it'd be all the clever people there, and it'd be little old me, you know. And I'm, I, I, I'm just worried. I don't like making conversation with you. No. So making conversation with the, with um, now is the hoi polloi the posh or the common people? Common, I think. Plebs. Is common. Who's the posh people? Toffs. Lord Snooty and his pals. <laughs> Lord Snooty and his pals. Uh, there was a comic strip if ever there was one. Um, I, I have a lot and Tony broke. There you go, you see. Mm. Um, were those calls worth talking to, Ed? Did, did, they, did they hang up? Get, get, whoever calls up, whack them through. You know, whack them through. Um, I'm just a little bit nervous about going yeah. to, to it, really. Yeah. Because I know what I will do. Oh, yeah, that one's worth putting through. It's Katia who's calling him. <laughs> Although I can understand what it would be off-putting. If anyone calls up, we'll, have, we'll, we'll take any old um, any old nonsense on this show. Um, I, I, I've been to showbiz parties before, and what I do is I go... <laughs> what I do now is <laughs> I go and I sit in the... Uh, I just sit in the corner and I have a glass of lemonade and I, I hate myself. I hate myself. Do you sing a little song in your head? No. Do that next time. No. What, so what song should I... Uh... Whenever I feel afraid, I strike oh, a... F what? No. It works. I've seen it on a documentary. And uh, I, I go home and I, and, I. and I hate myself even more. Mm. All right. Well, what you're saying to me, and I'm, I'm reading between the lines. Yeah. Okay. And as your friend, I feel I can say this to you. Yeah. You don't want to go. 
but but I feel I should do. Do you know I turned down right gigs you've turned down? I turned down hosting. Have I got news for you? Mm. Imagine that. I would be petrified of that too. Is that just why I did it? I was terrified. I was terrified, and I made up all these excuses and blah, blah, blah. and I, I turned it down. And it's uh, you know I've made some pretty lousy um, career choices in my life. Mm. Uh, and outside the career. Sorry. Well, you know, just decisions. Why why are you why are you doing that? Well, I don't. That's a bit rude. Um, like those shoes that time. No, <laughs> don't. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not do that. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna oh. make. My, I'm, no, I'm gonna make myself go. I'm really surprised because I thought you were revving up too. So I'm not going. No. And I'll say that's fair enough. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make myself. I should make myself go, shouldn't I, John? Yes. Thank you very much indeed. Every, what, what, every time. It's John Sessions. What you got for us, John? Um, first of all, Ian, I want to say, man, it's great to have you back. I know you're getting bored of everyone, you know, sucking up to you and everything, but no, he it loves really it. is good. No, to have I'm you back. not. I'm not bored of everyone sucking up to me. I, I just, I just find it. I don't know how to deal with it, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm, I'm learning. I believe this is an American phrase. Actually, the Americans are pretty spot on about most things. I'm learning to take the compliment. So thank you mm. for that, John. I appreciate it. No, my pleasure, man. And, um, you know, I'm kind of, I follow you on Twitter, so I'm aware of what you've been through. And um, I just want to wish you the best in, uh, as you go forward in the future. I mean, you just need to, you know, you're, you're doing well. You need to be strong. And uh, anyway, that's enough. I want to tell you a funny story. Can I tell you about something that happened to me? Mate, please, this, this is this, this. When um, the, uh, the suits got together and said, we need to create a brand new radio <laughs> station. We're going to call it Talk Radio. <laughs> what, like the old station? Yeah, we own the name uh, and we own the font. Um, this this is what they created it for. This moment here, John. Away you go. Let's hear your funny story. And I feel under no pressure after that no. build-up. Thank you. None at all. Um, I was in um, Costa Coffee. It could have been another coffee shop, but it was Costa Coffee, right? Okay. Okay. And uh, I had my uh, I ordered my cappuccino and um, one of those lemon slice things, like a tart lemony thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I would never, I would never choose that. I would never choose that, and I would never choose a carrot cake. Although my boy has started asking for carrot cake. Is he? It's a weird one. Carrots in a cake. Yeah. Delicious. On. No. Is that his mother's influence, do you think? I don't know. Who, I don't know who has put carrots in his mind, but this yeah. nonsense has to stop. This sickness has to be curtailed. It's gone too far, man. Anyway, listen, I was through my, halfway through my lemon tart thing, and uh, I had a, um, an attack of, uh, I'm just going to say I had an IBS attack, right? So yeah. I had to go to the toilet. Oh. I'm in a bit of a rush. Yeah. So I'm, uh, and when I'm, I'm, I, I had a friend with with the irritable bowel syndrome. When it when it comes on, you got to get yeah. out of there. There's nothing you can do. You've right? got to so evacuate in, in every sense of the word. I was in mid evacuation when the door burst open. Right, yeah. so I've obviously not locked it properly. Anyway, the woman who opened it, instead of just sort of calmly shutting it and carrying on with the day, said yes. in a loud voice, "Oh my God!" So now the whole restaurant knows that some sort of incident has occurred of great oh. embarrassment in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to walk all the way through this oh, man. busy restaurant on a Saturday lunchtime. Not only this, I'm a big lad, right? I'm hot anyway, and then the embarrassment of the situation has yeah. brought on quite a sweat. Yeah. Oh. So I had to walk through the restaurant with this kind of uh, flushed expression. It was just, you flushed. know, like... Funny you could have. I just wanted to be in... <laughs> I should have done that before I left. Um, I should. And, Did uh, you not flush? The worst thing was, I couldn't. I was, I was, I was, I was flustered, man. I just had to get out of there. Oh, you! Oh no! Hang on, minute, hang on a minute! Hang on a minute, John! You did a hit and run. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did. I apologise to the person who 
His on, wife, but now that, that is woman, man, and she got just as this. That is unbelievable. That is unbelievable, John. <laughs> Listen, I, I admit that you. Okay, I accept your disability. IBS is a horrible disease. There's been a few jokes about it recently because of the whole IDS sort mm, of thing. Yeah. I have friends who suffer with it. It's horrible. It's flipping horrible. Mm. It is, but and mate, it was a high speed situation. Do you know what I mean? You, you, but mate, you've got to give back to society. You've got, you've got to flush <laughs> the lavvy. All right. Well, I tell you what. I, I think I have paid it back already because previously to that, I was in another restaurant mm -hmm. where they didn't have any toilet roll in the toilet. So I told the man behind the bar because you know I'm the kind of guy that would do that, right? So I'd rather be judged on that incident than the. What did you wipe your body Incredibly on? embarrassing. Uh, well, I had a tissue in my pocket, so I was all right. I oh. could have just said, you know, leave it. The next person can suffer, but I didn't. John, you're, you're, thank you very much indeed. Um, um, it's the yin and yang of life. I've used a sock once. Have you? Yep. They had nothing. They had. They had nothing. Was it your own sock? Yeah. 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 I took a sock off. I took a sock off. Hello, Lisa. Hello. How's America? I'm not there. I just thought you would remember me if I said that. <laughs> oh, it's Lisa from America. <laughs> we've yeah. got we've got people listening. My friends who do a, a excellent monkeys podcast. Um, I don't know which friends it is. I don't know if it's Melanie or Sarah or or uh, uh, Ken, but that we have the Zilchcast people are listening. So happy holidays. Is that what they say? <laughs> oh, yeah. I do remember you, Lisa. You came. What? You where did you? You came and saw oh, me do. I just recorded quartet, and yes. I've been to Boom. two of your shows. Yes, you have. Blimey! I said, there's a all the a blast from the past, Lisa. What have you? I've not got much time, so we're going to a break, and then in a second, then we're going to John Sebastian. Go and sort that out oh. for us, please, Kath. But Lisa, what have you got for us? Um, no, I'm just happy to hear you back on radio. I'm oh. recovering from surgery. I had. Kidney cancer, so I'm minus one kidney, but I'm doing excellent. So. It, it, what, it is a weird thing, right? Why, why, why have we got two kidneys when we don't? We only need one. I, yeah, what's that all about? But I guess it's good because if one goes bad, then yeah. you're not gone. How, but are you all right? Is it all? Are you fixed? I'm fixed. I I'm oh, uh, no, haven't well got done. the full complete blessing yet, but I have full uh, faith in them that I've been cured. <laughs> Oh well, mate, I'm I'm so pleased. It's uh, you know my my uh, mum went through cancer last year, and they cured her. They fixed her. They the, the NHS performed miracles. She was going down for get this right. She was going down for surgery to um, have a uh, breast removed, and yeah. the surgeon said we can't find the lump. They're doing all the pre preps. We can't find the lump. We're going to have to postpone the surgery. And I kind of got a bit stroppy, and then she went back for another scan, and they said, oh, it's gone. And they, wow. they they cured her. They cured her before she said so she didn't have to go and have that done. Lisa, listen, I've got to move on. It's so nice to talk to you. I'm All glad right. you're well. Great I, to hear you on the way. I, 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 I wish you a very speedy recovery, Lisa. Thank you very much indeed. We're going to have John Sebastian after this. Mom and Dad had trouble just getting along, so they split each in their own way. Now one lives here and one lives there and my wife's folks did the same. Now we got a son, he's got next to no one. Everybody's so spread out. He's got his next to kin, right next to him. But after that, we've learned to say. I'm loving it. It's, we're not a music station, so I'm not really supposed to play anything. But flipping it, I've been I have been digging John Sebastian a all my life, 
And for the last few weeks, I've got these wonderful little box sets here, and it has been the soundtrack in my car. I'm very excited. If I say hello, I think... John Sebastian, are you there? Absolutely, I am, and I am delighted to hear you playing that particular tune <laughs> that gets no airplay in the U.S. It's a brilliant... It's a brilliant... I say it's a brilliant song. It's an upbeat song about divorce. I know. It's cheery. <laughs> it's friendly. I, yeah. I, I am John, it's such a thrill to speak to you, and I'm doing my darndest to avoid playing the obvious stuff. The, the ob you know, the Loving Spoonful, you had massive, massive hits. But Good, I, good on you, but as I, they say in Australia. <laughs> I have got, there is this delightful box set, because I've got the Loving Spoonful albums, got them. Then I've got this delightful box set of, of four of your solo albums from the 70s. Right. Yes, I, I I know the one. And it's, I mean, I, I was aware of the John B. Sebastian album, which is which is which is a joy. You know, every home should have one of those. But I was not quite so aware of the Tarzana Kid and the Welcome Back LPs. Man alive, right. you've done some cracking stuff. Does it does it disappoint you, John? That um, I imagine whenever you do an interview, it starts off with Summer in the City and it ends with Daydream. Does it disappoint you that you've done dozens of other songs that are equally good, if not better? And they get overlooked a bit. Well, you know, uh, it, it, you you, you got to be glad for what you get. I think is the uh, the moral there. Uh, I have had a very fortuitous uh, songwriting career compared to many of the cats that I looked up to, <laughs> not just that were my contemporaries, but that I thought were a lot better. And uh, so I. I can't really say that, um, but uh, I, I am pretty much recognition-free. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're all a, they're, they're they're all a joy. I mean, that you're a big boy now, and Red Eye Express. I mean, come on, man, that's a that's a a, a great song. When you left the Spoonful, <clears throat> and if I've got this right, it kind of the wheels kind of came off it, and it sort of fell apart a bit. Correct me if I'm wrong. But did you? What did you? It, it, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think you would kind of become, have as much success with a solo career? Well, I was just glad to be able to get on to whatever was coming next. Yeah. And for me, it didn't really have much to do with more than making records. And for me, what the fun was going to be was... Uh, 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 an idea that Paul Rothschild and I had unhatched, which was, let's make an album of songs because you, John, write all over the board. You don't write in this one bag. Uh, let's uh, pick the right players for every song. Yeah. And that entailed going to a number of different... Uh, uh, you know, atmosphere, musical atmospheres, yeah. and uh, and it was delicious to do. I had really enjoyed working with the Spoonful, uh, and uh, part of the process is that you eventually say, yeah, and I'd love to play with other people too, and not just new strangers, but people that because I'd had a odd little. Uh, accompanist's career before I ever was in the Spoonful, a lot of my contemporaries that were in that same position were now, uh, many of them quite visible guys, and 
and I was going to delight in being able to invite people like Stephen Stills and Graham Nash and, and David to... Well, you read the, the the back of this box set, right? It's, these are some of the people on there. David Crosby, Stephen Stills, Graham Nash, Dallas Taylor, the Iquettes, uh, Phil Everly, Ry Cooder, Emmy Lou Harris, the Pointer Sisters. I mean, what what a list of superstars. It was a lovely uh, period <laughs> of our history when artists had the flexibility and the cash to be able to do something yeah. like that. Can I ask? Is it true? I've got. I'm going to. I'm going to try and avoid some of the obvious stuff, John. But there is some. There is some famous stories that I do need to hear. But Go I, I, I've got a few myths that I want to clear up. Is it true that it was very nearly Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Sebastian? Oh, I couldn't go that far with you, actually. Okay. Because what happened was mainly a conversation that was sort of in play for a week or more. Uh, and the conversation went something like this. We can't find a drummer. We don't want somebody that just goes tick, 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 boom, tick, 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 boom, <laughs> because we're uh, sort of, it's like an acoustic uh, effort here that Stills was putting out. There was something distinctly new about his uh, vision for the way that band was going to come together. Yeah. And I did watch uh, several stages of it because I had invited the band up to my house in Long Island. And wow. They were rehearsing in my little uh, sort of uh, music uh, barn and uh, uh, playing with people like Harvey Brooks and Paul Harris and wonderful. And, and in fact... Uh, somewhere just before that, I had heard Dallas Taylor uh, in a uh, uh, it, it, at that time in a band called Clear Light yeah. that had recorded with Paul Rothschild, who was my main conduit into all of this studio work that had preceded our uh, actual product you know, a producer-artist relationship. I'd yeah, all yeah. the spoonful stuff marvelously with Eric Jacobson. And, in fact, I did get a, a chance later on to do another one uh, in Tarzana Kid with him. But the uh, the the idea uh, that, that, that Paul and I carried forward there, uh, I mean, it... It was wonderful to be able to carry that out. How I, here on this show, me and my producer Catherine, we are huge Cass Elliot fans. Uh -huh. We love Cass, and we her, her again her solo albums from the seventies that get a criminally overlooked. How did when did you first meet Cass, and how delightful was she? Oh my God, uh, I thought I had my children's Jewish aunt all picked out. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. I thought it was a clear shot, uh, but uh, I first met Cass in one of my very first real professional out-of-town gigs, which yeah. was an accompanist for a young baritone by the name of Valentine Pringle. Oh, Valentine Pringle, there's a name. Oh, there's a name, right? What an act. <laughs> uh, and Valentine had an enormous baritone voice yeah. and uh, was opening uh, 
I believe the sequence was I did one show up in Toronto, and then we did our second show in Washington, D.C. And uh, at this club called The Shadows, I ended up meeting uh, several of the components of my later uh, What Would Be Success, which was I met... Cass Elliott in the first day, uh, who, because she was in a group called the Big Three, and that was the closing act, uh, when uh, uh, several months later the Mugwumps formed, and I came to, I, I don't know whether I was there mainly to play harmonica or mainly deliver uh, a kilo uh, to them, but I, I was there for this two so weeks. So did you say to d deliver a kilo? Yes, I said deliver a kilo. <laughs> you mean you mean of hashish? Uh, no, I, I, you know, Americans aren't don't aren't privy to uh, that kind of quantity. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a kilo but of no, what? No, it was just modest and you know medium grade marijuana. Right. And uh, but uh, they were saying that boy, we <laughs> there's no pot here. Please bring. So uh, so I did, and uh, I lasted a couple of weeks, and then the management uh, told me by remote control that I was no longer needed because I was a bad influence on Zalyanovsky, <laughs> who by then was playing in the Mugwumps. Yeah. And uh, uh, but the guy who had to deliver the message was uh, the younger guy. His name was Bob Cavallo. This is who would, within like the, the next day, say, "Look, okay, so you know, I'm kind of an underling here. But if you ever need like management or anything, give me a call." Yeah. And so it was that uh, when the Eventually, when the mugwumps uh, disintegrated, that uh, Zal brought Bob Cavallo to the team, and I brought Eric Jacobson. But so, let me get uh, let me get back to your 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 Cass Elliott. John, can I hold you there for a second? I've got to yeah. I've got to pay the rent. Can I come back to you in about two, thirty seconds? Go ahead. Stay go there, ahead. boss. Here we go. We're the sun. Lullaby when I dream. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's John Sebastian is on is still on the line. Hey John, thank you for yes. waiting. Cass, get back to Cass. What was she okay. like? Well, uh to me, Cass really was a the center of our little musical universe. I mean not not always musically, but simply as uh, the the keeper of this uh, uh, kind of uh, living room uh, relationship with all of these wonderful players, and as you know, she was uh, pivotal in many cases in saying, "Oh no, no, you, <laughs> you, you, Steve." And and uh, you, Graham, really ought to sing together with Crosby. Yeah. So, uh, stuff like that. Okay, here's another one. You were nearly. I don't know. I don't mean. To, uh, listen, I'm a huge fan of the monkeys, so I don't want to sound rude. Rude. You were nearly the monkeys. Uh, it, 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 
you know, in retrospect, I I know it's true. It went by so fast, and we gave it so little credence that I'm remark. I'm just. It is remarkable to me how often that continues to be uh, be mentioned. Really? Well, I, I, yes. I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fine. Monkeys fan, and, and I, I, I yes. The, 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 so, so was it was it ever a serious consideration? You, the Love and Spoonful, being offered the TV show, or, or, or was it just you had the meeting and went, "Now nah, this is not for us." Not serious. Yeah. Not serious. And I mean, part of it was no. This isn't us becoming them. No, no, no. Them, we're not them. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, it really was a case of a culture, uh, you know, a youth culture that was a few steps ahead of the game, and the spoonful were lucky in that in that we had something to offer, and I guess it was an obvious choice for somebody, but. But who who would want to suddenly be a part of a television show where you would, what would you do? The first thing you'd do was give up any kind of yeah. artistic uh, uh, control. You you know, they'd be telling you the songs, or I don't know what they'd do. I, I you know, I kind of watched that all from a distance. Uh, Peter Torkelson had been a friend of mine. Uh, I didn't really know the other guys and came to know them just a little bit through Henry Diltz. The, the, the famous photographer, and, 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 and of course, Henry Diltz would have been hanging around with you guys. Yes, that's right, and he was. And Henry actually uh, had some of his very first uh, experiences as a photographer when Eric Jacobson said, look, I've got this new band, and would you please just take some... Eight by ten glossies, so I have some pictures, and that was us. What are you, what are you, what are you doing now, John? What, 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 do you still kind of, do you still get the muse? Do you still wake up at two in the morning going, oh, I've, where's, I've got to get my guitar and write this down? Well, my guitar is right next to my bed, just in case, uh, and uh, that does occasionally happen to me. Maybe not with the same frequency, but. Uh, uh, there's also the incredible change that uh, uh, all of us songwriters have experienced of uh, basically being told, you know what, your your material is now worth about, mm, let's say, between a sixth and an eighth of what it was worth. Yeah. And so, uh, so you know, uh, live on that, pal. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, I, I I can't I can't whitewash it. I can't afford to do what I was doing in those days. I couldn't get together. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm lucky. I, me and Jerry Murata and David Grisman can can clutch here in Woodstock uh, in a little studio that I know of. But you know, on the scale of what was going on then, you know, I couldn't hire the S.O. Trinidad Steel. <laughs> 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 but you're still have, you're still playing gigs as well, aren't you, John? You're still oh, doing absolutely. shows. Absolutely, I play almost every week, except in these uh, January, February months. I I, I sort of discourage uh, people from from hiring me. Uh, but now we're getting back to the season where I I'll be in uh, 
let's see, I'll be in Nashville in a couple of weeks in Atlanta, and I'm uh, playing out on Long Island. And What have we got to do to get you over here in the UK? It's, uh, you know, uh, the offers... All all it is is offers. I I don't just you know I can't say. Well, I'd really like to play the Royal Albert, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so someone really starts waving some cash, happen. then it, then it might be possible. Uh, is, you no, know, what's really going to happen is that there there very well might come uh, a, a series of offers, and and it's not that uh, a few offers haven't come in. But it, it really is a period in my life when, hey, within these last year and a half, I've had two grandchildren, my wow. two in my life. So I, it was like kind of a, you know, kind of a little a little thumb wiggling. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> you had a great chance there, and you know the window closed for a while. <laughs> But uh, it'll open up again. And... I am um, uh, I am friends with Howard Kalen from the Turtles. Lovely man. A lovely man who who wants to get in touch with you. He he he. If you don't mind, may I pass him? May I pass on your email address to him? Because oh, most assuredly, I don't know how he lost mine. I've I will the same phone number for forty years. <laughs> I'll tell him and I'll send him your email. He told me that you taught him and kind of all of those musicians from the 60s how to tie-dye. Were you the tie-dye master? Well, I wasn't, but I knew her. <laughs> Annie <laughs> was uh, a wonderful boutique artist who turned to tie-dye in the 69 and 70 uh, time period uh, on a... Uh, a lovely uh, plot of uh, Burbank, California, headed down into where the, all that television is, is done. Uh, in a, a little, uh, it was like an enclave of houses and garages that were, uh, you know, it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't communal in that, we didn't like sit down and have dinner together, yeah. and it wasn't that everybody was sleeping with everybody else. It was about five or six um, uh, different. Uh, there was a photographer. I guess I fit the musical profile, and also Cyrus Faryu from the Modern Folk Quartet was the sort of uh, the guy that had actually rented the property. And that property really was was pivotal in getting uh, tie-dye happening because lots of people visited that property, usually on weekends, usually in a party atmosphere. And one of the things that had happened was that once Annie started to introduce tie-dye and that particular type of tie-dye, which had lye, involved in its process and was effective for about four hours before it would just die. So <laughs> you had, uh, so you say you had intended to do something like when I intended to do my jacket that ended up uh, at Woodstock. Yeah. So I have all of these different little points of different colors that I have mapped out. 
and I start dipping them, and eventually I get to where I've dipped them all. And now here's this dye that's still good for two hours. And what happens? Everybody starts stripping their clothes off. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, at that location, more people came with, uh, you know, white plain clothes and left with this wild uh, tie-dye. You're, it's funny you should mention it because at my home uh, tonight here in Woodstock, New York, as of about a week ago, I uh, began uh, dissecting one of my storage lots. And one of the things that I uncovered was every bit of tie-dye from 1970. Oh, man. man, you've got to send the, you've got to send the tie-dye and talk. John, I'm really... I, I could talk to you and I, I've, I've got to let you go. Uh, uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your music. JohnSebastian.com is if people want to see what you're up to and order your CDs and stuff like that. And I hope you enjoyed that, John. I didn't I didn't even ask how high you were at Woodstock, which I'm sure you've been asked a million times. Thank I you. really enjoyed the break. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been a real thrill. I've had a big, big grin on my face. Thank you so much, John. Take care, mate. Thanks, Al. There we go. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Sebastian. I mean, come on. Come on, every bit. I mean, what a, what a joy. I remember uh, interviewing uh, Ray Davis from the Kinks. The instruction was, don't mention the Kinks. I mean, and you, you get John, someone like John, and you can ask him anything. What a delight. JohnSebastian.com uh, is the, uh, the website, and uh, that box set is a real treat. Talk oh. radio. Mm. Yes, I've got a big grin on my face. What a nice man John Sebastian is. What an absolute thrill and a delight. We'll certainly put a bit of that in the uh, podcast. Right, last hour of the show, 0844, don't say double, 499-1000. Don't call just yet. i tell you what we'll do. Once we've had the news and stuff, don't, don't call. Once we've had the news, I'll kind of set up the show again and we'll take calls straight to air for a little bit and just see if that's the game you want to play. Okay? Good. Coming up to midnight, let's get the news. Sometimes I have to pinch myself. I think, do you know what? I'm getting paid for this. I'm getting paid. We'll take calls straight to her in a second. I'm getting paid to sit here and talk to John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful. I could have spoken to him for another hour. I, 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 I've started. I didn't used to do this. Because I want to get this job right and not screw this one up. I've started writing down questions for interviews and stuff. And normally I don't. I just go in and have a chat. But I got through about a third of it. I didn't ask him about Robin Williams. I didn't ask him about John Lennon stealing his granny glasses. I didn't ask him about working with Brian Wilson. Didn't ask him about um, Bob Dylan or the fact that he was in a band called Noblick. I didn't ask him any of those things. <laughs> He's in a band called Noblick. I think. I think. And we, we, that, that remains in the ether. Didn't ask him about the, what the Loving Spoonful, where it actually means that. Anyway, absolute delight. JohnSebastian.com. The, the two box sets I've got, and I recommend these because you can get these for like about 10 quid on Amazon, right? And they're a joy. So there's the Loving Spoonful um, album collection, which has got five CDs. The first three are brilliant. The, the fourth one's quite good. The last one's rubbish, right? And then the, 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 the joy, the, the, the hidden gems, the John Sebastian box set. It's got John B. Sebastian, the four of us, Tarzana Kid, and Welcome Back. And a DVD. Um, and it's just, oh, it's just full of gems, hidden gems. It's a joy. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do for the last hour of the show is, um, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm acutely aware this is a brand new radio station. It's primarily on DAB. 
and um, uh, I'll take Ed. I'll take calls straight to Ed. Oh, don't you worry about that. It, it's primarily on DAB and online, and um, it, it's going to start off with a smaller audience. It's going to grow, of course. It's, you know, because it's, it's a cracking station. Um, but you know that it, it's going to be a little bit quiet on the calls. I'm acutely aware of that, and I'm not worried in the slightest. So we'll, we'll get to a point, I think, in a few months where we'll get a, a, a steadier stream. But saying that, the last hour of the show, I'm going to sit here and talk nonsense, and you can call up and join in calls straight to air. 0844 499 1000. The way it works, you call up, I touch a screen, and I go, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, yes. This is Ken Mills. Ken, Ken, are you in America? I'm in America. Ken, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, Ken, uh, I'm going to ask Ed to call you back. I didn't realise you were in America, and I don't, well, <laughs> it might cost you a few quid. Ken, we're going to call you back, buddy, because um, uh, it, it might cost you a couple of quid, and um, I don't want that. But if you're listening and you're not in America, uh, and you want to call up and go straight to Ed, then um, why the hell not? It, it, it works like this. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, hey, is that uh, Ian, uh, Ian Lee? Yes, it is. Oh, hello, Ian. It's uh, Brian here from Newcastle. Uh, I just wanted to say that I absolutely uh, love your voiceovers on Channel 5. Um, oh, I, the, the I, cats cats make you lull. Yes. Yep. Cats make me absolutely laugh. And dogs. Yep. And, uh, and budgies. Budgies and, and other birds. But Budgies don't make me laugh. Though. Oh, no. why, well, budgies are funny, aren't they? Dogs. Are, did, did you like? The, did you see the one about old old women and men? Uh, yes, I actually did. Uh, did you laugh at I, that? Uh, no. Oh. I, I didn't. No. Um. I, I, sometimes it's difficult for me to laugh sometimes, but uh, I, I only really laugh at, uh, at, at dogs or cats. Okay. And, uh, and I think that uh, what you've done on there is, is brilliant. You know. Well, you're 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 very you're very kind. Thank you very much indeed. Line two, you're on the wireless. Ian. Yes? Ian? Yes? Ian. Yes? It's Alan from Glasgow. Hey, it's Alan from Glasgow. Hey. I wish, I tell, you, I tell you, I know what's missing from this studio, Alan. What? I haven't got a meter to tell me if I'm peaking or not. Because I tell you why, because you're, you're really, I'm, my, I'm having a little bit of trouble with my levels in my ears, is what I'm trying to say, okay? Uh -huh. Where you're, the, the phone calls are quite loud, and I'm having to turn my headphones up, and then I deafen myself with my voice. So a, a meter would be helpful, but that, but but maybe I'm asking for um, the moon on a stick. I don't, I just don't know. Okay. Anyway, Alan, what, you don't need to know that. What you got for us, boss? Not much. Okay. Well, thanks very much for calling. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Kem, you were on Skype, so it was free anyway. So. Um, you can um, get back in. Uh, is, he, is, he, is that him on line one? Well, isn't it funny? It says that. Ken, is that you? Yes, this is me. Hey, man, how you doing? I didn't realise you were on the Skype. For those for those not in the know, and we, we, we kind of know each other a little bit, tell the boys and girls where, where exactly in the United States of America you are. I am in, in uh, Arkansas, which is towards the southern part of the, of the nation. The southern part of the nation. Uh, yeah, uh, so we don't get much snow. The, the thing about America is, right? It's a brilliant country. I love it. It's, but it's it's so vast. It's like about thirty different countries. I know, and it's like you go on, like you guys take day trips over there. 
you can take a day trip and not really get anywhere. Well, you know every, everyone, I mean? everyone over here is all very snobbish, and, and uh, we, we think we're better than you lot, because a lot of, I don't remember what the percentage is, but a significant percentage of Americans don't have passports. Well, why, right. why, would, right. why would they need passports? They've got... They've got snow, they've got mountains, they've got deserts, they've got rivers, they've got lakes, they've got beach. You've got everything in America. Yeah, you know, it, it, it wasn't until just a little bit ago you could bop in and out of Canada without someone going, let me see your papers. Yes, you know? well, they've employed, employed Germans <laughs> to work there. Hey, uh, did you hear, um, did you hear uh, John Sebastian? Yes, it was an excellent interview, and you should talk to him again. You should have him on quite often. <laughs> uh, I would, I would get John... Say that again. What was the name of that band? Which which one? The Loving Spoonful or the Monkeys? Knoblickers or no, the, Nobli the, the Noblickers. He was in he was yeah. in a band called Noblick. Noblick. Oh my God. I know, and I I wanted to ask him about it, but I didn't get I didn't get around to it. You you know this is this is my job. Ken is is talking to to people like that. I've got um we've got Dennis Lecorier from Doctor Hook tomorrow. Andy Partridge from XTC on Thursday. This is my job. Graham Nash is, is coming on. Ronnie Spector's coming on. And 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 right now you've got me, so you could you know you can wrap up your whole career. <laughs> I could I could, <laughs> I could finish it now. Uh, uh, Ken, have, what would you like to contribute to the show? Because listen, I know you're I know America is a great country, but American radio sucks. Okay, and you can phone up American radio and you can get away with very very little. I'm doing the shtick now. It, on British right. radio, Ken, we demand something. What are you bringing to this party? Well, for example, I mean, you've already said Noblick, so you're like, you yep. know, showing the difference right there. There we you go. Know, there we straight go. Straight away. I just want to get the rights to make those T-shirts. You... <laughs> you've, uh, you've got the rights. They're yours. I'm giving them to you. There you go. <laughs> but no, I just, I'm, I'm listening to your new show. This is where you belong. Oh, bless this you. This is a much better fit for you. This is great. Ken, because, because you've sucked up to me, I'm going to allow you to get in uh, uh, one free plug for your excellent Monkeys podcast that you do. Oh, well, thank you very much. But uh, everyone's listening, by the way. We're all gawking over oh. at the Facebook page about Ian Lee and his show. Well, bless We're all you. listening worldwide, baby. Doing it. D doing um, it. Ken, listen, yeah. I love you. I, thank you so much. And Ken is, 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 is a very nice guy. He does an excellent Monkeys podcast. I'm obsessed with the Monkeys. You'll find that out, new listener. Uh, if you go onto iTunes, type in Zilchcast, um, it, it pops up. And I, I pop on there from time to time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I pop on there from uh, time to time. Uh, and if you go on um, Facebook as well and um, type in... Uh, uh, oh, no, hang on a second. Ken, what's the Facebook page? Um, Zilch, just, just, it is just, just Zilch, isn't it? Zilch. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Zilch and Monkeys, Monkeys podcast. Ken, good to talk to you, mate. Yeah. Take lots of love to everyone. I'll speak to you soon. All right, be good. Thank Bye. you, mate. Take care. There we go. Um, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand calls cost seven pence per minute plus your provider's access charge. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. I say you got a pretty mouth. Deliverance, by the way, is a is a great film. Um, My name is Cletus. Okay, it's a great film. And have you have you seen Deliverance, Ed? No, no. Okay, it's what, what's great about it is right. 
Hello. He's on speakerphone. That's why it's kind of muting out. Uh, is, is Burt Reynolds okay? And pe- people think of Burt Reynolds. They think of Smoking the Bandit. Smoking the Bandit Two. They think of Smoking the Bandit Three, but he's not in it. They think of those kind of seventies where he's 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 playing um, an over the top character. In Deliverance, Burt Reynolds is acting, man. He's acting, isn't he? Line two. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. He's acting. I haven't seen Deliverance for ages. I mean, it's it's horrific. You know what happened to it, don't you? No idea of the plot. Wow. I know. I, maybe I need to go. Th- this is my homework for today, for tomorrow. Today? Tomorrow. Today. Watch Deliverance. Watch Deliverance. So the phrase tomorrow. squeal like a piggy means nothing to you? No. Wow. Wow. Enjoy. Oh. You won't. It's horrific. Um, line three, you're on the wireless. I was laughing at that last call. Did you just get people randomly phoning up and playing music clips down the, the phone? Is that a thing now, is it? Um, if that's what people choose to do, yeah. Yeah, that's quite cool. I, I should have I should have chosen one myself, really. I didn't, didn't realise that was the thing that you did. It's, it's, well, it's not a waste of seven pence a minute. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. But, uh, yeah, um, how, how are you doing? I just want to say hello. Uh, I've listened to your show over the last few nights and I thought they've been very good. Well, it's 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 only night two tonight. It's going all right. It, listen, it's it's really early days. I haven't worked for a few months, and so we're, it's a new station. We're getting there slowly. I've listened to the whole the whole uh, thing because I, I do a lot of driving around the country, Uh-oh. and uh, you know, sh- sh- shoved on talk radio, and it's been uh, yeah, it's been it's been quite jolly. You know, John, John Holmes is a bit of a nutter, but uh, you know. What what have what what's been? I tell you, let let's do this, Nigel, because it's a new station, yeah. and the bosses will want the feedback. What's been the highlight for you of talk radio so far? Uh, um, and what's been the lo- what's been the low light? <laughs> well, the highlight um, was on John John Holmes' show. Um, there was I don't know if, I don't know if you sort of bother tuning into your colleagues' shows through the day, but there was a, um, a very heated debate about tunnels in Wales. Yes. Um, yeah, and basically um, there was someone sort of I think there's something something to do with a tunnel. Um, closing for a month or something because it needs to be electrified. I don't know the, the full ins and outs, but someone was on, on the phone sort of complaining and saying that it was, wasn't was good, and someone was on the phone saying that it was a very good thing. And then anyway, push comes to shove, after about ten minutes, they ended up um, them discussing murdering their mothers. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, it was, it was quite, a str- quite a strange one, but hey, that's John, John Holmes for you. That's, 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 um, that's John Holmes. What's been the low light? The low light, um, it's difficult difficult to say. I mean, I think the first, the very first Paul Ross show that I heard was a bit... I mean, basically, he spent half an hour just saying the phone number um, and his name, uh, which I thought was a bit strange. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> I didn't... I, I, I heard it. He didn't spend literally 30 minutes going, Paul Ross, 0844 499 1000. Well, Paul Ross, 0844. Well, no, he, no, he, no, there must no, have been a little bit more to it than that. He, he did say it was talk radio as well a couple of times. Oh, OK. Yeah, fair so. enough. <laughs> But no, no, I mean, you know, it was the first day, you know, obviously, you, know, you need to get the the name of the station, which, I, I mean, to be fair, I think it's, it's still a bit of an odd choice for a name of a station, mind, it's confusing. Why? You know, it, it, well, because you type in talk radio in Google, and it just comes up with loads of random, just talk radio stations, you know? 
I know what you mean, but but but, but the reason they've gone for it is because talk is kind of the brand. So you've got talk sport, talk sport, talk sport two, and talk radio. Right, yeah. And also, talk sport used to be called talk radio. Um, when did yeah. it change? Like fifteen years ago, something like that. So um, it, it was the original name of of talk sport, which is why they've kind of brought it back. AM or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, the 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 you, t- you know the, the 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 big company, the umbrella company, is bringing back Virgin as well. Virgin launches yeah, next I week. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, that's that's, it's downstairs. Richard involved? Is he? I'm 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 not involved. I I I, I would no, love it. Richard, you know, good old Richard, Richard Branson. Oh yeah, Richard Branson. He was in the other day. They painted the whole yeah. building. Because Branson was coming in. All right. Well, that's good. Isn't that good? Listen, I've got to move on. Thank you very much indeed. I got to see Kate Lawler's on um, uh, uh, Virgin. And I worked with Kate, I'm going to say 13 years ago. I did a TV show with her 13 years ago. And I've, I've seen her once since then. And I saw her tonight. The Rise reunion took place this evening, guys. And you missed it. All we needed was Zora and Dougie. Um, and um, the, the big brother guy, and we would have we would have had a full reunion. Oh uh, eight four four. I'm guessing there's a break coming up. Yes, four nine nine one thousand. We'll take your call straight to air after this. Evening, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So I'm doing Mondays to Fridays, okay? And and Kath is producing, and she is presenting a couple of best ofs over the weekend. I don't know the exact time. As we get closer to the weekend, we'll, we'll explore that. And she's. Doing, I think she's doing a best of me and a best of um, the, the output of talk. And she was putting that together earlier on today, and she's going to be doing the links and stuff. Ed is... Um, I, now, I'm, I'm calling you a tech op, which is yeah. short for technical operator. Yeah. Is that demeaning to you? Is, what, what is your job title, Ed? Um, well, I do two jobs. So I do this, and then before the show, I produce Johnny oh. Gould featuring Ash. So oh. I'm kind of a producer slash... Tech ops. Okay. But we weren't. You, I'm your tech op. I'm uh, your tech op. At the BBC, we weren't allowed to call tech ops tech ops. Oh. No. <laughs> what, do you have to, what do you have to call them? Oh, I don't know. There was. There were like. There were. We had. At the BBC, we all. We had BJs. <laughs> it's true that we had BJs and we had BAs. Okay. There were never enough BJs. There were always too many BAs. And I think the B. <laughs> I think the BA. I never worked. I was only there four years. I think the BA was the tech op. Okay. But I don't really know. Like sort of a broadcast assistant BA. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know what a BJ is, don't you? Um, in the terms of the BBC? Oh, wait, four, 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 so childish. Oh, wait, four, four, four. That's what happens when Kath leaves the studio to do the podcast. Kath's putting the podcast together now. Uh, we'll take your call straight to air and just have, just chat. You can phone up and talk nonsense. You can talk about stuff, whatever. I'm not really fussed. Line one, you're on the wireless. Birds I potato waffles. They're waffly versatile. Thanks very much indeed. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, line two. Oh, hi there, Ian. Hello there. <clears throat> hi, it's um, Ken. Hello, Ken. Hi there. I'm I'm also uh, basically Mr. Ribena Rosie, if uh, though only you make sort of make maybe I'd make sense of that. Yeah, we, so okay, we, we have a there is a listener, Ribena Rosie. Why is she called that? Because her granddad invented the flipping stuff. So exactly. y- you are her husband. What did now, Ken? What did your grandfather invent? What has your grandfather contributed to the world? Um, I think the only thing I know about him was that he used to work in the London docks buying fruit from the ships. Now, was well, he... I never met him. Oh, was, he, was he buying... Do we know if he was buying fruit legitimately? Because a lot of shady stuff went on at the docks back in the day. 
I think he, he apparently used to buy fruit for the big, you know, for the London market. Oh, okay. There so we he'd go. go down there and he'd, he'd go, he'd descend into the ships, into the, right into the, uh, yeah. the bowels of the ships to, to sort of choose the fruit for the, you know, for the big London markets and the big buyers. I, I, I have got, this is making me think, I've got huge gaps in my knowledge about my family. I don't really know what either of my granddads did. I don't know how my parents met. Isn't that... It's funny... Yeah, it's funny you say that. I mean, this probably this is one of those things that's probably going to sound a bit sort of ghoulish. Mm. But uh, my dad's no longer around, but my although my mum is. Yeah. But about must have been about fifteen twenty years ago. I was around my parents one evening, and I, I was talking to my dad about stuff, and he was giving me a few bits and pieces about, you know, memories of of uh, family and stuff. And I I said to him, I, it suddenly occurred to me. If he was to go, yeah. I knew very little actual facts about people. Yeah. And and we basically, I've got a big bit of A3 paper out, and for the next two hours, I tried to actually pin him down oh, mate. on who people were. Oh, that's fantastic. That's not ghoulish in the slightest. That's that's sensible. That's what they used to do in the olden days. That's 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 logging your family's history. Exactly. And, and it, it was surprising when you started... Asking, I mean, for instance, he'd always told me years ago that he had, he had two female cousins, and he, it, it, I've never heard him refer to them as anything other than fairy and darky. <laughs> and and it was it was only that evening that I, because he always called me, that I said, well, okay, well, hang on, why were they called fairy and darky? And he said, well, one's a, one was brunette and one was blonde. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I said, well, okay, that's that's fine, but who actually were they? So we we actually wrote down. Date of birth, actual, you oh, know, second mate. marriages, third marriages, yeah. everything. And I, the, the weird thing was though that I took that piece of paper away. I then did it for my mum as well, and I did, I did quite honestly say to them, I said, look, can we take, make the effort because if I do lose you, unexpectedly, this knowledge will all die with you. Yeah. And uh, when we, when we moved house, I thought I'd lost this thing. We, you know, after the move, I could never find a bit of paper again. My dad died, and I assumed that that was the end of it. And then when we did our last house move, and I was undoing boxes, I found that piece of paper again. So I've actually got this huge sheet with everything on there, if I can add to it and sort of yeah. try to keep it to date, that kind of stuff. Good for you. I'm trying to find... I, um, I, I, I didn't see my dad for a lot of my life, because we, we fell out, and I kind of made friends in the last couple of years of his life, and then he died suddenly, the selfish kid. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I haven't got anything like that. But I had... Um, oh, hang on a minute. Let me stop John Sebastian. All right, John, we've got the idea. Hang on. Oh, hang on a minute. I don't know what's going on here. Hang on. John, stop! He's... Oh, my... hang on. Go away. Oh, my, my computer's gone, um... No, no, no. It's gone, um... It's gone crazy. Um... I don't know it's what's okay. going on. It's quite a nice background, actually. It's nice! Is that coming from me, Ed? Where the hell is that? That's outrageous. Oh, I can't play it then. I've got... It's good music, but I don't know what it is. Hang on a minute. I thought it was just in my head. Hang but on it's a... actually there, is it's, it? The music is actually there. Um, let's force quit iTunes. There we go. Force quit. And it's still there! Definitely... It is in my head. What is going on? I'm, I'm closing everything. It's gone. Right. It's going back! <laughs> right. Oh no, I can't. Anyway. 
Oh, well, I can't. What I was saying, I've got no idea what is going on. <laughs> no, it's, um, um, that's it. We're going to do. We're going to restart the computer because, um, there we go. That's just coming from the past. Something, I think we've tapped into something here, Ken. What I was trying to, the point I was trying to make was, I haven't got anything like that, but years and years and years ago, when my sister was born, so it would have been 1970, my mum um, and dad went into one of those recording booths, used to get in Woolworths, I think, and oh, train yeah. stations, where they would make a record. And you'd get a yep, physical, yep. this is before everyone had tape recorders and, you know, and stuff like that. So you could, to record your own voice was um was a was a real novelty and hardly anyone was able to do it and you go into these booths and I, boy oh boy if someone wants to make a few quid bring back those recording booths because i would happily i would happily slide a tenner into there to get a vinyl record and they made a record and we moved i moved house i was kind of kept this record forever and i moved house and i lost that record and i was i was heartbroken i was absolutely devastated and then as I was just clearing out a box where it should not have been, I stumbled across this. Hang on. Oh, hang on a minute. It's not. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Now, I'm H-A-P-P-Y. I'm that's, that's my dead dad. I know I am. I'm and my mum, who's now not very well. Ghosts, man. It's ghosts, Ken. Come on. Right, and then he gets my sister in, who's a baby, right? And she doesn't want to oh. sing, so he threatens her. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my dad threatening my sister, a baby with a smack in the ear roll. If she, does, <laughs> if she doesn't sing. And I've got that forever. I made sure I put it on my computer, so I've got that forever. Ken, I've got to move on. It's been nice chatting, mate. Thank you so much. Okay, yes. Cheers. Take care. Ta ta. Um, sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there. Um, oh, my poor dad. Well, my poor dad, he was, he was a bit of an idiot. <laughs> He was a bit of an idiot, but I miss him. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, I wanted to talk in a really blokey voice. Okay, well, you're doing it. I thought I was, because I'm on talk radio, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about hammers. Okay, go on then. Sorry, go go on then. I I can't commit to it, I'm sorry. No, I know, and that's the thing, and I know you want to talk in blokey voice, you've obviously been listening to Julia Hartley Brewer, but we we don't all have to be as blokey as she is. That's pretty good, isn't it, Ian? Yes, it's not bad. I'll go polite now. Thank you very much indeed. Ta-ta. Let's squeeze one more in before we we go for the break. Line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second. Line three, you're there, go on. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. I thought I'd be cut off after yesterday's call. About cooking late at night? No, that was <laughs> fine. Just don't cook late at night again, fella. All right. I will never... Uh, do you know who this is? Oh, is it a lady? I didn't realise. Apologies. It's hard to tell with a voice like that. Don't you recognise my voice? Of course I do, yes. Who is it? It's my mum. <laughs> Listen... Your holding music is really pants. You need to change it. Okay. We should be able to listen to you live, like. What do you mean? Holding. Well, don't ever go at me about how the hold system works. I'm not. I'm already getting told off for the DAB quality and the fact there's no full podcast oh, and the fact that all this stuff. Don't ever go at me about that. Oh, I'm just a. I'm just a monkey. Yes. Chill out. 
just saves the holding music so we can hear you. No. What is the hold? I, I assumed you could listen to the output. What is the holding music? No, it's just music. What did your granddad do? What? I've just, been, I've just got in. I don't know what you've been talking what about. What did your granddad do? I don't know. I've never met him. He was in the army. There we go. See, and that's that. Thank you very much indeed, Missy. 0844 499 1000. More of your calls after this. It's going straight to air thing. I'm not, I, I don't know if it's going to be a regular um, a regular occurrence. We're, we're just do, Listen, I'm just aware it's a brand new station. A lot of you don't know who I am. And I know some listeners have come from the other places. May God, your God bless you for that. It's a new station. It's half past 12 on a Tuesday night. We're on DAB and online. We're not on FM. It, 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 by its very nature, it limits the number of people that we're going to have listening and the number of calls we're going to get. So, you know, I have been more than more than happy with the amount of calls we've had the first couple of shows. I expect that will die down a little bit and then we'll kind of build up a steady audience. And that's groovy. The straight-to-air thing, I, mean, I, I enjoy it. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep doing it. The way it works is you dial 0844 499 1000. Your number comes up on the screen in front of me. I touch the screen and I go, line one, you're on the wireless. And then line one doesn't say anything. Line one, are you there? No, let's try again. Line one, are you there? Line one? No, okay, they've gone. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Line 2. How are you? I'm, I'm really hungry. Oh. Um, You're not bothered. Mate. You're not bothered, are you? You were doing one of those polite how are you's when really you don't give a stuff. That's what you're doing, aren't you, Line line 2? Well, it's Emma. Hello, my darling. And if I was near to your studios, I might have actually got you something, but as I'm in Coventry, I can't. Well, that that's you've been literally sent to Coventry because you live there. <laughs> <laughs> I've always lived there. I mean, I'm normally a bad girl, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> I just want I to say, I'm so happy that you're back on air, and um, I listened to you last night, yeah. and um, I woke up um, having a heart attack because I actually put my alarm on for four a.m. to get to work. Was it a literal heart attack? Um, not a literal heart attack. Okay, well, that, that but... worried me a little bit when you said I actually woke up having a heart attack. Flipping heck. <laughs> you're sounding very perky. <laughs> no. Are you laughing no, or crying? You've got one of those um, voices where it's hard to tell if you're laughing or if you're crying, if we're having fun or if I've said too much. No, 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 no. I'm happy. Good, good. Um, I'm happy. I've I hope you're happy to too. you before anyway, haven't I? Yes, yes. And, uh, um, anyway, um... I was nearly late for work because instead of putting my alarm clock for 4 a.m., oh, I oh, put blimey. it for 4 p.m. Oh, blimey. And I woke up at 4.30. This is why. 4.30 a.m.? A.m. That's not so bad. No, 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 That could no, have been no, worse. I, I had to uh, then really rush, and my friend had to pick me up at quarter to five. Oh, you so it was like... No shower, I felt mingy. Yeah, mingy. And it was like, oh, I can't keep listening to Ian Lee, no. but... <laughs> what, time are you up, what time are you up in the morning now? Today? Tomorrow? Um, well, today is different because it's my day off today, but normally um, I start work at five in the morning. Flipping it. So I have to be up what, for four. What, are you a milkman or something? <laughs> I'm a cleaner. Oh, so... yeah. 
So uh, I have two jobs. Yeah. So I start right, um, that one yeah. would be six hours, and then I'll just do an hour in the afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Um, cleaning as well. Well, this this isn't worth losing your job over. Trust me, because I, I I probably will at some point. But you don't have to lose your job over this. <laughs> I know, but it was like because I haven't listened to you for a long time. Well, that's. I just thought no, and I was like like a ten year old kid. So. So excited that you're back on the radio. Well, I'm, 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 I've got a, a watertight contract. I'm here for the next two years, he said. <laughs> yeah, that's, what I thought, that's what I thought in the last place. Emma, it's nice to talk to you. I'm going to move on. I'm going to go to line one. You're on the wireless. You're on... Oh, I'm flipping it. Hello? Oh, yeah. Ooh. together now. Come back in, Kath. We're getting the full greatest hits here from someone. Someone's gone to a lot of work on this. It's on speakerphone, though, so when we talk, they, they cut out. Is it Fat Boy Slim again? No, it's Jug Bun. He's basically playing all of my greatest hits. This is Lord Sitar and their version of his version of Davy Williams. This is the theme tune to Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. Well, I've got to, I've got to, thank you so much. Uh, the, the, the one thing I will say, and that was brilliant, there's lots of work went into that. The one thing I will say is if you're on speakerphone, it's rubbish. Because if we speak, it then mutes what you're, what you're doing. I'm right there, aren't I, Ed? Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Do they have speakerphones in New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, we Isn't have Isn't that them. fantastic? Yeah, they're just a little bit bigger. Please, can I listen? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be racist. Okay. But could you say fush and chups? Fush and chups. No, don't try and say it in an English accent. I saw what you. Sorry. Mean. Okay, I'll, I'll do it full on Kiwi. Yeah. Fush and chups. There we, hey. there we go. There we go. There we go. There that's there how they say. That's that's where the lady is a tramp, and I don't know why we're singing songs about ladies being tramps. That's that just seems that seems she, she's fallen on hard times. No. Let's not make a song about it's it. It's fine. These days, you own your trampness. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've gone full circle. You try to tell that to the dossers down at Waterloo. Wow, well, we call them dossers. Well, you're, you're, you're advocating a song about them. She's not an actual trap. By the way, thank yeah. you very much for showing me that film. What the Lady film? in the Van. That's good, isn't it? Oh, she's, uh, yeah. Alan Bennett, The Lady in the Van, three Alan Bennetts in it. It's an absolute joy. The first hour and a half is laughter. The last 30 minutes is pure gut-wrenching tears. Dame Maggie Smith. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? What? Hmm? I wouldn't. I, I, would. I resent that. Why? Why? That I would. What, younger woman? Hmm? Uh, let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. This is Happy Tree here. This is who? Happy Tree from, from yesterday. Oh, Happy Tree. So I, I'm, I'm having real trouble hearing some of the calls. They're very... They're, they're, there's um, the volume. I'm so tired. Yeah, that's why. Go on. <laughs> go on, Happy Tree. Go ahead, caller. 
Well, I would quite like to talk about music with you because I've noticed that you like a lot of the same bands I like, like uh, Crosby, Stills and Nash, oh, John yeah. Sebastian. Oh, yeah. Wasn't John Sebastian a darling? Be home soon. Oh, what, uh, amazing. Amazing. How did you get into all that? Was it through the monkeys and the connection with Stephen it, Stills? It was through, well, uh, the, the monkeys are the gateway drug. The, the monkeys are mm -hmm. the gateway drug to the 60s, okay? They're, they're, they're the kind of 60s light, but they're flipping brilliant. Um, and then I just used it as a springboard. I think the kinks were next on my list. I don't know. I just, it just kind of happened. Here's the thing. Should I tell them how I got in touch with, with John Sebastian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on his website, it's got like a press thing. Click here for press, right? So you email this thing. So uh, it's something saying, "Hi, my name's Ian Lee. I'm, I'm doing a new radio. So I'd love to interview John." And da -da -da -da. he answers those emails himself, and he replied. He said, "Yeah, sounds great. When do you want me?" I'm like, "Whoa! John Sebastian's emailed me." Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, hey, I discovered an album that I'd missed. Happy Tree. Uh -huh. uh, about two weeks ago, and I don't know, it was recommended to me by, by a, a friend of mine, Tim, in the United States. The Zombies, um, I can't remember what it's called, Odyssey and Oracle. Yeah, but it's Odyssey not is spelled right. right. It's spelled wrong, because the guy that did the cover didn't know how to spell it. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the guy that spelled the cover didn't know how to spell Odyssey, so he spelled it wrong. I thought there might have been some kind of fracker with the disco <laughs> duo. <laughs> uh, Odyssey and Oracle by The Zombies. Have you heard it, Happy Tree? I've never heard of The Zombies. Who are they, American? Whoa. What? Whoa. Hang on. Hang on a second, mate. You've never heard of the zombies. You have. No, no. You're taking. You're, you're having a. You're having a laugh, buddy. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not on you know. I'm not. You're, I never heard of them, mate. You, never heard of them. You must. Hang on a minute. You, yet you come on here, claiming we share similar types of music. Well, similar is not the same. I mean, the zombies. I think you've just made that up. No, you know them. I mean, just. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on one second. You're telling me you've never heard this. Please don't bother trying to find her. She's not there. Well, let me tell you about the way she looks, the way she acted, the colour of her hair. You've never heard this song. You just you just sang that yourself. That, I don't <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> I've never heard that. I'm, I was more a kind of Johnny Mitchell, well, David Crosby, the, all of their, you know, oh. all of the permutations of all of them and stuff like that. You've, you've never, that was all that uh, iTunes would let me play for, for free. You're, you've never heard She's Not There by the Zombies. Well, uh, I will need to look them up. Uh, Mate, flipping heck. You have, um, okay, well, okay, well then, um, okay, well then you won't have heard this. And this is the song. This is the song. Hang on. Connecting. Oh, computers. Hang, hang, hang on, we'll do it again so it'll be smooth. I'll tell you, the, the best bit about that John Sebastian interview is learning that he actually still lives in Woodstock, New York. Oh, man. That was like, that is the coolest thing it, ever. It is the coolest thing. And I never got to, I wanted to ask him how high he was on that stage, but he must have been asked that a million times. Oh, this is this is one of the best songs of all time. So you don't know any of those songs, Happy Tree? No, no, oh, no I've got a world, a world Mate, of, of not a world because there there are a little bit of miss. 
But go, go, she's not there is classic, and um, uh, the, the Odyssey and Oracle. Those are my rec- the album. Those are my recommendations. And do it quick because we got one coming on. Yeah, we got a zombie coming on next week. Thirtieth is it? No, that Graham Nash for a recording on the thirtieth. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Soon, anyway. Yeah, soon. So get well, on with it. You're actually getting Graham Nash on then. Oh wow. Graham Nash is coming on. We're re- he's a pre-record. We want to do him live whenever again? possible, but Graham Nash is coming on. Can we tell you the one that I'm really excited about? Yeah. Ronnie, oh, yeah. Ronnie Spector. Who's that? Oh, good, goodbye. Go away. Goodbye. Okay. Well, the, the, uh, <laughs> what's going on with my computer? It's that same bit of music. I've got... What have you done, Ian? <laughs> I've got... It's the same... And it's a great bit of music. It's John Sebastian, right? Yeah. But I have got absolutely no idea... I mean, listen, it'll loop in a second. I've got absolutely no idea... <laughs> I'm turning it off. It's off. Try shutting off on my side for you. Of, of all, oh, I mean, go. of all, it's off now. Of all the bugs a, a computer can develop, if, if, listen, if, if that's been hacked by ISIS or something, fair play, all right, because it's annoying, but I can still work with it. Mm. Um, uh, do you remember? You may not remember this. There was, I think, there was a story a few months ago about um, ISIS would, would, were instructed. This is a true thing to hack websites, to, to bring down Western imperialism by hacking websites, right? Mm. And they hacked... Um, I, someone will remind me. I've got I've, I've got this slightly wrong, I'm sure. They hacked... Um, um, it was like the North Devon bus service. So everybody that wanted to find out how to get around in North Devon, the, the webpage for the bus service just said, death to the infidel, you've been hacked by ISIS. <laughs> and everyone went... Well, it's not really going to bring down the country, is it? The fact that we don't know how to get the bus. I'm sure it was something like that. Don't you know that the country relies on websites like that, though, for people to get around and do their daily job? You're you're absolutely correct, and and, and I apologise. I apologise. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, you're on the air. Oh, here we go. And he's not... Is it on speakerphone? It's not on speakerphone. Well done. He's lint. Okay, thank you very much. I mean, it, it, this means nothing to about 95% of the audience. These are basically, years ago, I did a show on another station years ago, and these are a lot of the songs that I would, um, uh, that I would play. Thank, thank you very much uh, for that. Much appreciatos. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? All right? I'm all right. I'm getting a bit of a headache. I'm tired and I'm hungry. But do you know what? Apart from that, I'm all right. I'll get a haircut tomorrow. Oh, great. You don't sound that interested. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. Um, can I ask you a question? You can, but I might not answer it. Well, there was a question on one of your old LBC podcasts that mm. um, I listened to last night. Which bird lays the biggest it, egg? No, but you cut him off. You didn't answer it. I want you to answer it now, if possible. Yeah. What does Nick Ferrari's farts smell like? <laughs> I've got no. I've got no roses and and, and all delightful, uh, uh, all delightful things like that. Ah, dearie, dearie me. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand calls cost seven pence per minute, plus your provider's access charge. It'll cost a bit more from a mobile phone. 
Let me tell you that. I, I, we, we never got to talk. No one called in to, to, to back up my theory. I don't believe in, in um, you know, the, the, the kind of ghosts and all the spiritual mumbo jumbo. If there are any psychics listening that want to come in the studio and do it live on air, then boy, oh boy, that is an open invitation. Isn't it? The, 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 they always say no. They always say no. Uh, but the thing I do buy and I do kind of dig is auras. I think you can see auras because it's just like energy, isn't it? And we are energy. We, we... <laughs> I sound like I've been um, hanging up at Woodstock with John Sebastian too much. We're all just energy, guys. We are stardust. We are golden. And we've got to find our way back to the garden. Hey, does anyone know how Joni Mitchell is? Do you remember Joni Mitchell nearly died? Do you know who Joni Mitchell is? I know who Joni Mitchell is. She nearly died last year. And we've heard nothing from her since. I wonder if she's all right. Like a bit of Joni Mitchell. Not the later stuff, if I'm completely honest, when she got a little bit um, jazzy. 0844-499-1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we'll take calls straight to her for the last 10 minutes of the show. Now, here we go. I, um, I'm, I'm experiencing trouble with, with cars for various reasons. Maybe I'll tell you one day. But the par- I got a parking ticket the other day, and the thing with the parking ticket is I allow myself 30 seconds of being really angry, and then I pay it instantly, instantly, and get it out of the way. Because, generally, I've only ever had a parking ticket because I've parked somewhere where I'm not supposed to park. So, okay, it was my fault I didn't read the sign, or I chanced it and thought I could get away with it. Get these people. We're not doing a phone-in about parking tickets. We're not, we're not that desperate for uh, material yet. 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 Um, but you get these people with parking tickets that are furious. I got a parking ticket. I was only five minutes over. Well, y- you were you were over. It was only five minutes. Over. I only nicked him to get some fags. You, you parked on a double yellow line. I only. I once said something, but I only nipped into the chemist to get some medicine for the kids. Well, yeah, but you still parked where you shouldn't have parked. That's what you got a parking ticket for. Deal with it. Deal with it. A traffic warden. Now, this 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 story takes um, a rather sad uh, sad twist. Well, it takes a sad twist within the first sentence. A traffic warden ticketed a lorry, failing to realise the driver had died in his cab. I didn't think they were allowed to. You would knock on the. You'd see him in there, wouldn't you? Let's read the story a bit further. Because if you saw him, you'd knock on the window and go, um, excuse me, mate, I'm going to give you a ticket. Police found the body of the 52-year-old man, oh dear, in the park vehicle, which had its hazards lights on. Um, um, you would you would see the bloke in there and go, excuse me, excuse me, I'm going to give you, you, wouldn't you, line one? You'd see the bloke and say, I'm going to give you a ticket. <laughs> There's one thing he's missing here. He's missing some voiceover saying it's Ian Lee's yeah. greatest hits. I and I, I don't recognise this bit of music, so I don't know what this is. But it's quite nice. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. 
there's another story in the, the, the mirror today. I get, I get most hobbies, okay? Because I'm kind of quite geeky and quite sad. This is good, this music. And I, I, you know, I'm really into the monkeys and I'd run like a website about, I do, I do boring, geeky stuff. I think it's predominantly a bloke thing to do boring, geeky stuff. Women are far too sensible. The one thing I don't get, right, and my mate Garner does, Paul Garner does this, I don't get plane spotting. It's a plane. You know, it's, it, well, it, oh, look, there's there's uh, an F6322. It's a plane. Is, is it going, am I going, am I going on it? No, not interested. For, this music, this music's cracking. If anyone knows what this is, tell me what it is and I'm going to download it. James Clark. Water sports. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. Paul's tweeted, on late at night, talking about his ongoing car troubles, everything is good in the world again. Thank you, Paul. Well, there's no song called Water Sports. Nothing that we could play on here anyway. Four British plane spotters must each pay a £1,400 fine or face a year in jail for taking photos at a Kenyan airport. The men plead... Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> here they go. The men pleaded guilty to trespass and taking pictures of aircraft without permission. They've been held since sparking a terror alert. Oh, dear. Um, they've been named as Ian Glover, 46, Steve Gibson, 60, and Eddie Swift and Paul Abbott, both 47. Why? I don't... I mean, why would you want to take a photo of an aircraft? My boys, they're kids, right? And they like looking at airplanes. We haven't done it for a year or so, actually. They might have grown out of it. But we used to go to Heathrow. Thanks for that. I want, that's, that was, it was excellent. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed water sports. Um, and we would go to Heathrow. We'd go up to, like, the top floor of Terminal 5, I think it was. And I would have a coffee. And they'd look out the window at airplanes. And it was an hour. It killed an hour. It was about to say it was free. You had to pay the parking at Heathrow, which, as anybody will tell you, is very, very expensive, uh, dear listener. Um, uh, so I can kind of, you know, and it's the, the young kids. They were five and three. Young kids like big, noisy machines. You know, they like trains and they like stuff like that. But then for an adult to be excited, I should have done this earlier on so someone could phone in. You've still got time. Uh, and explain the fascination because I get I do get most things I get most weird kind of kinks and and kicks and hobbies and things like that it make it makes sense but the planes I just don't get them they're they're to, to fly you somewhere it was um you probably won't know this Ed. about eight years ago there were a load of um, uh, British, um, maybe it was, uh, maybe about 10 years ago, plane spotters got arrested in Greece for taking pictures of planes. And the Greek legal system is pony, right? It's all backhanders, it's rubbish jails, and it drags on for age, for months. right? And they all went to prison, I think, for a while. Uh, and then they got released on bail, but they also turned to court. Because the Greeks quite sensible in this, they they thought that they were spies. They thought they were British spies taking pictures of their military aircraft. They have no concept over there of what plane spotting is. Mm. They, don't, they, they go, no, 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 we're not, we're not, we're, we're plane spotters. Huh? We, we're planes. what we do, 
what, what our hobby is, is we take pictures of planes and we write down the numbers and we, we compare. Oh. And they, the Greeks didn't get it. Rightfully so. The Greeks were right in this instance. They didn't get it at all. And um, they should have thrown the book at them. I think I think they got let off, but I think they had to pay huge fines in the end. Was it fines, Limewell? I don't think they went to prison. It... Okay. What's this one called? Having a poo? Let me find out. Oh, do you find, are you shazamming it? Oh, come to, Do you know what that means in this country? It's like Slash. Slash from Guns N' Roses. Does he... He was born in this country. He was born in Milton Keynes, right? You'd think someone who was born in Milton Keynes would know what Slash means. And yet, he still goes around using that silly name... Ridiculous, dearie me. A smell can trigger fear. <laughs> you don't say. This is from the science correspondent. What do you need a science correspondent? Of course smell can trigger fear. What what smells are you afraid of? What age was it? Wasn't it like a five to, five to eight-year-old science correspondent? In the paper? No, this is Colin Fernandez. In the animal kingdom, the scent of a mighty predator is enough to terrify smaller creatures. Scientists have pinpointed the fear centre of the brain of mice and found it is embedded in the same area that used for smell. What? Fear in humans is triggered more by sight and sound, but our reaction is similar. What smells are you afraid of? Um, Baby nappy. Yeah. Baby <laughs> nappy. Whilst I'm holding it. That's what I'm scared of. Although, there was something. My own children... Should I reveal this? Why the hell not? What a way to end a show. Thank you for that. Thank you very much indeed. My, um, I, I used to derive, and I, 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 maybe we'll discuss this more tomorrow. I'm not the only person that would think this. I'm not the only person at all. I'm sure other parents have had this. I used to derive pleasure from the smell of my baby's nappies.